Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Rise and shine! Googans go time on a Thursday morning. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. Customizing your Jaguars coverage as we catch down to kickoff. What an exciting weekend. I feel like we haven't haven't done one aspect. It's due. We're AFC South champions, right? We just moved real quick past that champions label. And, and you have to in the NFL. You win the division. You are a champion because you want to get into the tournament, the postseason. Which, obviously, the Jags have accomplished. Take a five-game win streak and an AFC South title. We'll hang a banner over that one, won't we? We run the South. We've had some, yeah. Conquered the South, I believe it was. For, yeah, we for, conquered the South. That's with an F, Arden Key. That's with an F. Um, <laughs> five in a row, South uh, champions and, and hosting the Chargers this weekend. And as I was contemplating, you know, driving in, just the various storylines that are out there involving both the Jags and, and the NFL as a whole. And, I, you know, and, and look, when you come in and you start a program first thing, you want to start fresh, right? You want to give somebody something to think about that maybe they haven't thought about to this point. But I just keep getting overwhelmed with a familiar hook. I mean, I'm going to start you today with a familiar hook. And, and, and the reason I start with it is because it's the overall deal. It's the overall reality, I believe, for this football team, this franchise, and, and then all of us fans. Okay? So I'm going to throw this hook out into the water again to start today. And then I do have that new, hot, fresh stuff you haven't thought about yet. You can always trust me for that, right? My brother, you hear me in there? Yeah. <laughs> so here's the hook. It doesn't matter how many times I throw it. It never gets dull. The barb stays sharp. Oh, it'll get you right in the corner of the mouth every time. Okay? Here it is. E.T., let me ask you a question this morning. Talk to me. Do you think the Jaguars are going to be better next year than they are this year? Yep. Okay. See, as we host the Chargers coming up this weekend, I'm still overwhelmed by the overall notion of this is just the beginning. We're going to be picked and ultimately will win the AFC South again next year. Let me ask you this. You think the Jags will be better in two years than they are next year? Yep. Yeah, so do I. I, I. That's such a warm blanket sitting in that 45-degree stadium uh, this weekend, that security. I mean, I'm <laughs> it's always dangerous, especially in the NFL, to say, I'm sure about that. I, I'm sure bigger and better things are to come. That's, that's what makes this all so fulfilling. That's why that barb or that hook stays so sharp. We are... Most realistically powerful for a longer view than we've ever been in the history of the franchise. And coming off this two decades of just malfeasance. I mean, it feels so good. I mean, since since we got to Y2K, 
We've been to the playoffs three times. The Del Rio era, looking back, looks like a freaking Lombardi run just to be around 500 and go to the postseason a couple times, win a playoff game. 17 just proved to be complete fool's gold. One good season surrounded by the ineptitude and top five draft picks. But it, that's not it, right? Calvin Ridley joins this football team, E.T. Yep. We're going to go into a draft with really no overwhelming perceived need. I'd like to find me an end rusher that I can, you know, count on. I'd like to be able to utilize the versatility of this year's number one pick and slide Trayvon Walker in, you know, inside a lot more often. But give me a pin your ears back, you know, 10 sack guy. I'd like to find one of those. Could always use another corner. I think we need to get a running back in the first three rounds. I don't have to touch receiver till the middle or late draft and just fill up this roster with some depth, hopefully talented depth. The future is so bright. That it's it's like daily as I start to think about, you know, today's Jaguar storylines and narrative. That one always ends up coming uh, to the top. Now, that, that doesn't uh, lessen the, the, the challenge that comes up this weekend. It doesn't lessen the, the importance. Uh, a loss this Saturday night is going to hurt, you know, as a kick to the gut just as much as it would if you knew you weren't going to win next year. Right, yeah. So, in the, no way is this to, to minimize the importance of, oh, well, we've already won. That's not my point. Um, my point is that really for the – for the first time since the late 90s, we have a sustainable product here. And the ultimate level of that sustainability is a, a, a Super Bowl win, a championship. So this week is important. This game is important. Pointing towards the building blocks for the future. You know, you're laying this foundation. We, we, we had a lot of... You know, different goals that Doug Peterson set with his football team, and they're starting to reach, and they're starting to, you know, that basement rises with each level of layer of bricks that you put on it. They're putting a lot of them down, boy. Hosting and winning a playoff game would be just just another slab as we can now grow along with a, a, a title contender here in Jacksonville. Boy, it's the first-timers club this weekend. On both sides. And it made me think in the big picture of the postseason, perhaps we should narrow the truly legitimate championship contenders down. Here's what I mean. Jaguars have a coach in the postseason, a first-year coach. Now, it's almost an asterisk because he's had success. But they have a quarterback making his first postseason start Look across the field, another one of those young, promising guns, Justin Herbert, making his first postseason start. The early game Saturday, Geno Smith making his first postseason start. Brock Purdy, 40, uh, 49ers, making his first postseason start. Uh, Dolphins, Bills, you got the Dolphins, uh, a third string quarterback making first start, a coach with his first playoff game. The Giants with a coach, first year, Brian Dayball. The Vikings with a coach, 
first year. The Giants with a quarterback into the postseason for the first time in Daniel Jones. The list goes on and on all the way through these playoffs. Boy, as you narrow it down that way, it sure looks good for the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals, doesn't it? Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Quarterbacks that have been there, coaches that have been there. We call that the OGs. The the rest of the field, while there are some certain some strengths there, that you know, Eagles fans like, hey, bro, settle down, slow your roll. We we got a quarterback and a coach who've you know been around the block at least a little bit. But man, the the smarter money than ever would be on one of those three. Now, look, the captain obvious here. Go to Vegas; those are the top three on the betting board, I'm sure. You know, even the teams like the Ravens with Lamar, it's a different deal, right? Different story. The Dolphins with Tua, even though you know it would be his first also, it's still it's, that's such an upgrade. There are certain teams right now so handicapped by their, their quarterback issues that you give them no shot, which is what is so amazing about how well the San Francisco 49ers have been built, huh? They're down to their third quarterback too. And, and Brock Purdy in a... Limited time, maybe the offensive rookie of the year. <laughs> you could argue. You know, but I, I thought when I think Purdy is either five or six and zero oh in his starts, uh, his is all his measurables, his stats, all great, man. He's playing like a you know a kid way beyond his years. He's probably going to get what I would think would be a layup. Oh, I did see this stat. Did a little dailies double take on uh, the 49ers Have never beaten a team three times in a year. They won the season series against the Seahawks both games. They're hosting this weekend. Now, I would tell you, I'm fairly confident they'll, they'll, they'll end that streak. They will, for the first time, beat three teams in a year. But still, it was an interesting side note, I thought. So fun to be a part of the party, though, and to be in, and potentially play a big role in it. Whichever of these teams wins, you know, they'll have the Chiefs' attention. Top-seeded Chiefs, you know, assuming that neither the the Ravens or the Dolphins win this weekend. I think that's a pretty safe assumption in large part. What we just talked about. There's an odd thing going on with the Chargers-Jaguars from a betting perspective. Now, this is strange, okay? Follow me. The Chargers have uh, held between a one- and two-point favorite. Now, doesn't that tell you, uh, E.T., that Vegas and the general public would generally consider this to be a coin flip? Coin flip. Right. If it's a one point, if the Chargers are now, it's I see it's at two now. You can find it at one and a half some places. It's going to settle somewhere between the Chargers being either a one-point favorite or a two-point favorite. And again, that sounds an awful lot like a coin flip. So if you looked at the odds to win the Super Bowl, right? And we, we went through this. The, the, the leader was, I think, the Bills, maybe three and a half to one. The, Char- uh, the, the Chiefs, the Bengals, they were all like – between three and seven and a half to one, right? The Jags are 48 to one to win the Super Bowl. And when you consider the path they'd have to take, that's not outrageous. But what's weird is that the Chargers, who it would seem Vegas and the general population would think are about the same as the Jags, they're 22 to one to win the Super Bowl. Isn't that odd? Hey, that's crazy. Doesn't that tell you that really Vegas thinks the Chargers are coming here and winning this week? Right? They're, they're, okay, go ahead. Take as many Jag bets at 48-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl as you want. We're going to put the Chargers down here at 22-1. to 1. You don't want any of that. Right? 
And by the way, those numbers change radically after round one. Half the field is eliminated, and suddenly your odds get way shorter. If you're going to play like the long game, you find your team now and you hope to ride them out. But I thought that was interesting. The Chargers-Jags, the, the, the game itself, which will, look, losers out. Their odds go to a zillion to one. They can't win. To be such a big disparity between odds to win the Super Bowl, I guess they're I guess what they're saying, Vegas thinks the Chargers are going to beat the Jags and they have a better chance against the Chiefs than the Jaguars would, even if they don't. Seems like that's what that message would be from from Vegas. So, yeah, a lot of first-time coaches, like first-year coaches, at least with their, even Peterson with a new team taking over a, you know, a scrap heap. Todd Bowles has been a coach before, but this is a new territory for for him with the Bucks, but then then really it's it's all these all these quarterbacks making their first postseason start. It's it's hard to maneuver through an NFL postseason. It's even harder. Um to make a to do it from a playoff debut. And Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Justin Herbert, Tyler Huntley, Trevor Lawrence. Brock Purdy, Skylar Thompson. That's literally half of the playoff field has a quarterback who's never made a postseason start. Interesting, interesting sidebar, and the Jags are a big part of that with with Herbert and Lawrence trying to kind of maybe establish a kind of a hierarchy here in the AFC. The top three teams in the AFC are easily agreed upon in some order, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Uh, That will be, I think, the thought going into next year, no matter what happens this offseason, it'll be Chiefs, Bengals, Bills again. Who is next? This Saturday won't decide that in the the long run. It took Peyton, remember, just like seven, eight games to even beat the Patriots. I think he ended up with a pretty good career. But in the short term, it will. We started the show today in agreement that we think the Jags will be better next year than they are this year. Well, a, a win this Saturday night would just cement that further. But look, we don't have to. We don't have to just glow in the warm embrace of the future here because we've got an immediate future, and that's the Jags at home. Um, at home, too, by the way. All right, other stuff going on in in the sports world and around the NFL and in college football. We'll get to all that as we move through today. Just an odd situation down in Gainesville with with Jaden Rashada, you know, the quarterback who was and then wasn't and then was again and now apparently is not or maybe he is. You know, there was a report and the and and some of the early reports they're backing off of a little bit. There's certainly something going on with. Jaden Rashad, and by all accounts, it does involve the NIL some way or another, whether it was something that he agreed to and signed with another school that he could be legally bound to, or whether it was something that had been agreed upon in Gainesville and it hasn't played out. This is just, just another sidebar calamity of this NIL that is just completely out of control. And I don't care if you're a sports fan or just a you know general population, I don't think that this is how it was intended. I don't think the intention was to lure 17 and 18 and 19-year-old young men with multi-million dollar offers before they've done anything. And it's it's a sugar show out there, man. And I got no bitterness in saying this. I would probably be in the minority among a Gator fan or college football fan, 
My world's not going to stop spinning if Jaden Rashada suddenly announces that he's not coming to Florida and he wants to be released from his letter. That was the story yesterday, right? They didn't ask for his release. There, there are now, you know, there's been pushback from the Rashada side. His dad said that's not true. He's not asked for his relief. I'm guessing I should trust his father more than an internet reporter. I'm guessing. So we'll get to the latest on that as it uh, continues to develop. Now, I'm not saying that Jaden Rashada, the, the plum piece of the recruiting class, isn't important. And, and you could argue needs to be the starter in Gainesville next year. But if you're picking Florida to, to, to do anything more in a good year than about eight and four next year with signs of a build really in progress, then you're not in line with what I think. And so if that's your ceiling, I don't, maybe it could be reached with, you know, a transfer portal quarterback. I don't know. We'll see. The, the issues in Gainesville run a lot deeper. I don't think, though, you can draw anything into, like, you know, Billy Napier's ability to keep a guy or or if the program's attractive. I think this is, I think that this is an NIL disagreement and maybe even a contractual or legal one. I don't know. That's all speculation. I don't think this is because suddenly Jane Rashad doesn't want to play for Florida, doesn't like, you know, the situation. Or they lost the bowl game or a thousand other things. He said as recently after the All-American Bowl, way back on December 29th, you know, reconfirmed why he's wants to be a Gator. So... Uh, kind of strange. We'll see how that see how that moves along. Yesterday during the uh, program, it's late in the show, and we had other stuff going on. Todd McShay released his his most recent ranking of the top thirty two prospects. Thought we could take a look at that when we come back on the other side. Uh, more Jaguars news. The uniform combo is out. Let you know what that is. I think we gave you a pretty good hint yesterday. We had some important players limited in practice yesterday. Share that with you. Football fixes coming up later this hour. Uh, you're also going to hear from the coordinators who met the media yesterday. You see the internet's really buzzing about this whole D-hop thing. Yeah, I, I, I did see that. I, that does nothing for me. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. what? That's a lot of money. I don't think there's a chance. No. I I do like this underlying narrative, though, that that's a team he would pick. Right. That that's, that says a lot. I think that says an awful lot about the brand. We we never had some superstar player around the league say, "I want out here," and I'd really like to play in Jacksonville. Never. It's never happened. The closest to it is Calais, but that he had to be lured. Different. Right. He had to be lured. So yeah, I I it, it's interesting that he, now look. It, there's an affordable, economical way that you end up with D-Hop. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a dumb idea, but you want to give him to me for a fourth rounder and let me deal with the salary ramifications? You know, I don't know. But that's an all, you know, you're paying franchise money now. Big money. Right? You just paid Christian Kirk a lot of money. Zay Jones gets a lot of money to be what ultimately next year is probably going to be a third receiver. You know, I don't know. I think, in fact, if you did get D-Hop, you're probably including one of those guys in the deal. Aren't you? I mean, if you're the if you're the Cardinals, would you take Zay Jones and a second rounder for D Hop? Would you? I don't know. I don't know what they would expect to get. I don't know if they would even move them. Now, if you want to tell me as great as Zay Jones was, I'm going to upgrade to DeAndre Hopkins and have Hopkins, Ridley, and Kirk running around with Sheesh. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, fortune favors the bold, my friend. Maybe I'll back off that. But but as things like stand, just as an addition through. It, taking on salary, giving away draft picks, at the, the D-hop wouldn't make much sense to me. He's going to want another deal. 
For sure. How old is he? Is he 30 yet? Got right? We've already got one almost 30 receiver that we've um, taken the plunge with in Calvin Ridley. You know, let's don't underestimate just how good Calvin Ridley was. Oh, he he turned 30 in June, so he'll be 31 this year. 31, you know, I don't know how much you're going to invest long-term now. Are the Jags, uh, you know, I think it would indicate this. If they if they end up somehow involved in those kind of conversations, tells you what they think, how quickly they think they can win, right? You're getting a 31-year-old all-pro receiver, former all-pro receiver. You, you know you better, and you'll pay a lot for him. You better get your ROI here in the next couple, three years. Back to the original point, no matter what happens there, I do not think that DeAndre Hopkins will end up a Jaguar. The fact that he mentions them as one of his, you know, uh, dream destinations, I think also says a lot. So, all right, uh, we'll come back on the other side. I'll give you some little Jaguars news and notes. Let you hear from both uh, Press Taylor, the offensive coordinator, and Mike Caldwell, the defensive coordinator, with a playoff challenge looming now for, for a lot of guys in this position uh, for the first time. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday here on The Drill. We've got all your old uh, uh, Thursday favorites. We'll have Doc Kevin Murphy uh, coming up in, in the 7 o'clock hour. Some real interesting, you know, uh, intriguing injury questions out there. Lamar and Tua jump to mind immediately. Uh, we'll also, you know, t- touch on any Jaguar, you know, injury news that that's lingering out there. There's There's really nothing significant, but I do have... Uh, some practice reports when we come back on the other side as well. So uh, we got cat chat today. We'll we'll, uh, we'll put a bow on this year's Friday five pack chase. This with great happiness, joy, and relief. That I'll just spoiler alert: I won't be spinning the wheel, which makes the wheel a whole lot more fun than when you are. This is the drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I paid my dues. You know, sometimes when you really listen to the lyrics, they ring even truer than you know as we celebrate an AFC South title. Let's don't forget that as we wait for the playoff game this weekend. Yeah. Paid my dues time after time. We've done our sentence. We've committed no crime. We've had kicked in my face, but I've come Take some bounces, some curtain calls, baby. You bet we will. Wild card Saturday this week. But we got one championship already. What you bringing to town, Chargers? Huh? What you bringing? Second place? No. Five in a row we haven't had a loss. Five in a row. I say we unfurl that baby this Saturday. Hang it this Saturday night. Ooh. Hang it. Give me a good, solid, celebrity guest Duval appearance and unfurl that baby. I'm trying to shoot my, I'm trying to put my bid in. Yeah. Duval! <laughs> there you go. There you go. We, we have a volunteer, ladies and gentlemen. I have heard some spe- uh, people speculating. I'm aware of kind of what they're tossing around out there. Where John Henderson, some people want Big John, Blake Bortles. <laughs> Too soon, no? Too soon, man. Too soon, yeah. with Bortles. I mean, 
Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know where, where you could go. I mean, what would, other than E.T. and his, you know, A-game hype, who would who would it be? Would you go like super celebrity and try and get like a like a like a like a mega like The Rock? You know what I mean? Something oh, like that. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I mean, where do you go? Where are your ties? Listen, you you know I don't know that those ties in the entertainment industry with Khan and the wrestling. It could happen. You know I don't want Chris Jericho here. I think that's too uh, small. Nah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Not big enough for this. Right. Moment. I don't want an AEW wrestler. Not saying Chris Jericho ain't big no, enough I'm, for this moment. No, no, no. I'm uh, please, uh, you wrestling fans, don't come at me. <laughs> The Rock to, is, you know, is the, you know, The Rock, what? The Rock, John Cena, and maybe that, uh, who's the big dude who's in the Guardians of the Galaxies and more and more stuff? What's that dude's name? Couldn't tell you. You don't know who I'm talking about. But, uh, is it Bautista? Something Bautista? Oh, Bautista. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bautista. Big old, I think he's a former WWE guy also. He's a, yeah, he was yeah. a wrestler, yep. So those three, right, are the big, you know, megastars transition to, to Hollywood. Anyway, we, but, but we digress here. I have a Shazam spotlight. This doesn't bode well. When you are a, a team that lures in a former Super Bowl champion, you you get a lot of extra confidence, don't you? Right. And we we can kind of see where that confidence built and how you know how how well we we played it with Doug Peterson. He's come through with flying colors. He's gotten us that division championship and and this spot in the playoffs. Well executed. Okay. A lot of other teams have hired a former Super Bowl winning champ, uh, you know, head coach to try and bring that same postseason magic to them. The uh, Patriots were the first um, to hire a previous Super Bowl winning head coach in, in, in him have a playoff season and debut with him. They did Bill Parcells. The Dolphins went and got Jimmy Johnson. Seattle grabbed Mike Holmgren. The Chiefs hired Dick Vermeil. Washington went and got Mike Shanahan. Uh, Dallas has a former Super Bowl head coach right now and Mike McCarthy. And, of course, the, the Jags hired Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Do you know what those previous six guys, you know what they have in common? Parcells with New England, Jimmy Johnson with Miami, Mike Holmgren with Seattle, Dick Vermeil with Kansas City, Mike Shanahan with Washington, and Mike McCarthy with Dallas. All six in their first playoff run with their new team, lost that first playoff oh, game. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Not where you was hoping I was taking no. you, was it? Yeah. Yeah, all of those six former Super Bowl winners in their playoff debut with the teams that hired them, all six of those, some Hall of Fame names, Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, down the line, they all lost their first playoff game with their new team. Uh, that being said, look, I, I think the Jags will win on Saturday night. Yeah, I uh, think we might break that streak. I like the mojo we're playing with right now, the confidence we're playing with. Let, let, let's get past this one. We can have another nice, fun week of projection and and hype for a trip to Kansas City to see the Chiefs. First things first, and certainly no position to take anything for granted, but I do believe that we'll make the enough plays. We being the Jaguars, I think the Jags will make enough plays to, to leave the field on Saturday night with a win. But, uh, yeah, that's a bit of an ominous stat. That's a, yeah, that's the Shazam Spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. Yeah, you won't get any surprises there. You'll get you'll, – you'll, you'll employ the championship contender, and they will deliver from customer service to just the negotiation process. They treat you terrific.
there's something to a little bit of just get a little bit outside and you get a little small town charm involved with your, your, your you know, your purchasing and your relationships out of that. And uh, they've got one satisfied customer here. Truck guy, E.T. Truck guy. Yeah, I think you heard that before, maybe. Truck guy. All right. Uh, the uniform combo is out. We went all teal last week. I think there was some, you know, there was some momentum towards going, you know, maybe go all teal again. But we're going to go traditional this week. We're going to go teal jerseys, white pants. I ain't mad at it. I'm okay with that. I, I, I really like the Jaguars uniforms. I do. I've, I always have. I think it's one of the strengths. I think maybe we ought to kind of reinstitute a little bit of a more retro look. I'd like to see some, some piping and some striping now, right? Like I think those white pants will look better with some maybe some you know, gold and black accents or you know, something. But um, that being said, we, typically, we don't know what the Chargers will wear. They're going to wear white jerseys for sure. But they got a bunch of combos too, right? They can go. They they've got a different, you know, pant combos they can wear. I don't really give a flip what they wear. I do can tell you though, the Jags are going to go with the uh, the teal tops and the white bottoms. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jamal Agnew, both limited in practice yesterday. Agnew's got a shoulder. Trevor Lawrence with the toe. Uh, what what is not on the injury report was I don't know where we got this mild concern that something you know, had had happened with Travis Etienne, right? Remember that was kind of like a like a question, a worrisome question after the game and then again on, on Monday with speculating, oh, I saw him limp here or there, but no, not even on the injury report yesterday. Riley Patterson, who's nursing a knee injury, has been very good for the Jags. He was able to go in full, but among the uh, – Brandon Scherf was uh, limited again. He's a big, tough dude. He's played through an ankle. He's now dealing with an abdomen. He'll play. The Jags are in real good shape injury-wise, you know, outside of the guys that have been lost for the year. You know, guys that we, we've already kind of come to terms with. Um, you know, which includes, these are big losses. Jags are going to have to do what they do without the guy who at the time was their leading sacker in, Dwan Smoot. They have to do it without their franchise left tackle. These are big holes. It makes it even more impressive what the Jags have been able to do here down the stretch to, to lock up this division and win these five straight, for sure. But overall, the injury situation with the roster, as we know it, is in, in real good shape. Darius Williams really embracing this move to the outside. The defense has played better in conjunction with that move. Now, we it's a whole new test this week. That's a real big-time quarterback and real good receivers. You know, you're not facing you know, Zach Wilson and, and that crew or Davis Mills or Josh Dobbs. Our defense going to have their hands. Yeah, you them. better. You know, the Jags have to score some points, too. Um. Just looking forward to the players. Don't kid yourself. And I saw, I think it was the defensive coordinator yesterday said, man, y'all don't know how much of a factor you played in that game the other night. And keeping that defense engaged and, and, and you know, uh, excited. I mean, that the crowd was, was something else uh, the other night. And in fact, well, I'll let you hear from Caldwell and just what a big lift they got um, from the home crowd on Saturday night. It's a big lift because anytime you play in an atmosphere like Saturday night, it was amazing. The fans did a great job of getting there early, uh, being loud. The energy in the, the building is, was tremendous. And as a defensive player or a defensive coach, you always want to feed off the crowd. And, you know, they fed us all night. Yeah, look, thank you all. 
I'm not going to say you did this for me or this was because of me. This message must have come from other places as well. But I asked last week, remember, E.T., let's be in our seats at kickoff? They were. Right. Right? They were. People noticed. You know, I mean, out outside, they noticed, oh, yeah, that was a loud rocking crowd from the get-go. There's no filtering in. Same thing this week, man. We, they, uh, it's a football team. It's a young football team that needs to make the very most of a home field advantage they've earned. And that's now y'all. Now you get to be a big part in the playoffs. Be there early. Be ready to go at kickoff. Don't have a voice on Sunday. Share in the victory. They're saying that you should. This is a football team saying if you were at that stadium on Saturday night and you were cheering for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you get a piece of that division title winning effort against the Tennessee Titans. Now go get you a piece of a wild card victory. Fred Taylor said that that was the loudest he's ever heard that stadium. Let's go. Let's go. There's a lot to dissect with what the Chargers can do to you with their offense, right? And we talk about Herbert and and Keenan Allen as a consummate pro, Mike Williams. But, man, as good as he is, Austin Eckler, I just feel doesn't get it. You never talk about Austin Eckler as a top three running back. That's crazy. Ever. And he is a dual threat now, boy. Here is defense coordinator Mike uh, Caldwell on a guy he certainly is very well aware of. When you look at it, when you have a running back that uh, has over 100 catches, that, that says something about him. And he's a guy that they trust and they get the ball to a bunch. But I think it works well with him because outside you have to pay so much attention and then that opens up for him and the tight ends uh, underneath. But as a coordinator, you just go out there and you just try to understand where the matchups are and how they try to attack you and try to you know hone in on that and give a guy a good plan. All right, what, one you know, kind of interesting sidebar here is when you really think about what the Jags defense goes against in practice, they're, they're not, it's not dissimilar. You got Justin Herbert, a young quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, a young quarterback. Herbert has good receivers. Trevor, it's proven. A couple of guys with 80 catches, 1,000 yards. He's got good receivers. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are good. They're not average. He's got good receivers. And, you know, Austin Eckler is what Travis Etienne can be one day. A dual threat back. So you're kind of facing a similar look and talent as you try and prepare. And, and you know, Mike Caldwell, the defense coordinator, well aware of this. He talked about all the challenges it'll be for the secondary and, you know, a lot of the other aspects. He was also asked just how similar are the two quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know skill set wise, but I was watching a clip and I pointed it out to the, the coaches. It was a back angle. And I was like, if you take the number off and you look, they have the same mannerisms. They look, you know, you take the number off, you can tell one the way they carry the ball when they're dropping back. So, you know, two big, big guys with strong arms and very good quarterbacks. Awesome sidebar, right? Awesome sidebar. It may be bigger. Like, it may be bigger. The, this, the, the overall implication of Herbert versus Lawrence may be bigger than Jags Chargers wild card. Certainly going to be played that way on Saturday, all leading up to the game, the game that night. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. It's going to be the national audience is going to get to hear what we've been talking about the last few days. What a springboard this is in the overall hierarchy. These are both teams you'll expect to stay in re- good and get better because of the quarterbacks. 
Because you know what, E.T.? NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. They get better quarterbacks. Let's take one phone call. Let's hear from Press Taylor on his better quarterback when we come back on the other side and the rest of the news and the football fix. But uh, Darren wants to check in this morning. Hello, Darren. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Man, we, we are, I mean, <laughs> we were stoked last week. We had a great time at the game, but we're taking it to a whole new level this this week. And uh, you know what? The national media is going to be there. I mean, like cameras all over the place this week. Jacksonville is going to get its props this week, so we need to show up, show up loud. But two quick stats that uh, that make you feel good as a Jaguar fan is that uh, the Chargers have only won one game on grass this year, and that was a last-minute field goal. It took a 53-yard kick at the buzzer in Cleveland, and they've only beat one team with a winning record, and that was Miami. Yeah. And so I thought that was a pretty cool stat. Uh, yeah, so. good. Yeah, I like that. Go Duval! Yeah, you bet. Now, look, there, there are uh, – Chargers have not been at full. They're they're at more. They're still not at full strength. They're missing their tackle. They missed him all year. Slater didn't he get hurt in our game? Maybe. Yeah, it was earlier in the season. Yeah, probably. and and, and uh, you know Bosa is up in the air. They think he'll play. I mean, they're they're certainly a lot more full strength now than they had been at other times of the year. But the uh, you know the point is well founded. There's also the whole Charger effect, gang. You know, it's chargering. They're not not an organization, not a franchise. I'm a DNA guy. Y'all know that. I'm a franchise DNA guy. The Jaguars have better DNA than the Chargers. They do. The Chargers had, at one point, LaDainian Tomlinson, um, you know, Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Was Sean Merriman not the defensive player of the year one year? I mean, they've had loads of talent. They've been top seeds. They've not done anything with any of it. Come on over here. Get your one and done. And go back to your nomadic lifestyle of Southern California where no one really likes you. This is The Drill. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. We'll be back next with a football fix. Yeah, last week was certainly tough. Uh, we felt like we had a run in there early that we had a possibility to, to, to get us going. And I think he actually kind of tripped on Evan's foot that, that got us down there. And then it was just tough sledding. You know, that was, again, that's a great run defense. They do a really good job. They have really good personnel for it. Um, so we knew it was going to be tough. But uh, again, with Travis, I think it's just continuing to to make sure he's detailed, disciplined in what he does, and us continuing to find the best possible ways to get him going, whether that's run, pass, interior, exterior movements, whatever that may be. We, we documented yesterday just how porous the Chargers' run defense is, you know, with all the attention on the quarterbacks. It's a big opportunity, and they need a big result from Travis Etienne here on Saturday night as well. Right into a football fix we go. Brought to you by All-State agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur gets the boot in New York. That's fair. you got a young quarterback. It's probably all Zach Wilson, but you've got to look in some other directions before you give up on a guy you took number two overall. Damar Hamlin, good news here, discharged from the hospital in Buffalo, so it seems well on his way to a full recovery. Uh, Tua Tango Vilo already ruled out by the Dolphins, so that'll do it for his season. After working so hard to put the Dolphins in a position to make the playoffs, he won't be a part of it. Skyler Thompson prepping to start. Man, there's gross quarterback situations to be round one of the playoffs. We talked a little bit about that earlier. We'll go deeper as we move through the morning. Former Stanford coach Brian Shaw seems to have kind of like an NFL countenance about him. Uh, He's had success uh, at Stanford, but certainly fell off, you know, big time from the high marks. Coached some real good players out there, too. But he's interviewed with the Broncos. We, we shall see. 
I don't know if there's a more curious injury situation, really, that's played out over the course of the end of the year for such a marquee player that's gotten less, you know, coverage, really, and that's Lamar Jackson's nebulous knee injury. You know, when he left a game, you know, six, seven weeks ago, it didn't feel like we wouldn't see him again, but it's now 16 straight missed practices. They really just hope Huntley can play. He's also banged up in Baltimore as they go right back to Cincinnati where they got handled pretty easily last Sunday. Uh, Joe Burrow is into what you could argue is Burrow time. After ripping apart the college football playoffs to cap an unbelievable year, he came through in last postseason as well, taking the Bengals where they remember the offensive line for them. Didn't Burrow get sacked eight times in the Super Bowl? Some stupid number. He's done this with bullets. I mean, he's played in he's played in the middle of I-95 while snipers shoot at him from the overpasses to play winning quarterback for the uh, Bengals. Quarterback Daniel Jones makes his playoff do- debut. Yet another one. The Giants came oh so close to beating Minnesota late in the year. So we'll see if, um, if they can prove Minnesota to be the fraud that so many people think the Vikings may uh, B. All right, DeAndre Hopkins, we mentioned. Look, here, here's the bottom line. There's been reports that his two favored locations would be Jacksonville and and the Los Angeles Chargers. Shocker. Mm, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, seems like a smart man. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Arrival, more come your way next. Thanks to Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin for helping deliver the Football Fix each and every morning through what has turned out to be an incredibly exciting football season. It's custom tree surgeons Thursday this morning on The Drill. The Drill on 1010XL. From the studios of Republic Services, we'll handle it from here. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. Of course. Find out if he does. Is there anything else we need to know? Catch CBS Sports Senior NFL writer Pete Prisco every Friday afternoon on The Franchi Show. Brought to you by Showtime Sports Cards and Collectibles. Hi, this is Dave Barker with IHRS. If you're looking for a real solution to your thinning hair or hair loss, call IHRS now at 904-777-IHRS. What's causing your hair to fall out? Can your hair grow back? Get to the root of your problem with IHRS hair and scalp analysis. This analysis magnifies your hair and scalp 400 times to see what procedures can restore your hair. Call right now for your free analysis, 904-777-IHRS, or visit hairforme.com. Stop wasting money on solutions that don't work. IHRS has been restoring hair for men and women for over 30 years. They are the only clinic to offer the trademarked multi-unit hair grafting PRP platelet-rich plasma and the NeoGraft FUE hair transplant procedure. Schedule your free hair and scalp analysis today. Call 904-777-IHRS or visit hair4me.com. Hairforme.com. Every day, we look for ways to improve our processes in order to deliver to you, our precious customer, the very best sales and service experience in the world. From our super facility to our amazing staff, everything we do is for you. So with hopes of improving your experience even more, we're announcing we'll be closing the store on Sundays, beginning the first of the year. We believe that well-rested team members will provide you with the world-class experience you deserve. Beaver Toyota and Beaver Chevrolet, we're going to wow you, just not on Sunday. Okay, for this Cannons of Jacksonville commercial, we need an idea to really come out with a bang. Like having a guy shot out of a cannon! 
Nah, too messy. In fact, Canon's is known for all your towing needs. So like my car won't start? Uh, no. Towing products. Canon's does custom welding fabrication and installation of trailer hitches, goosenecks, tow bars, truck racks. So you might say Canon's is my best shot at finding that inventory in stock? Boom. You said it. Visit Canon'sOfJax.com. It's the New Year bonus sale going on now at Renewal by Anderson. For a limited time, buy one window or patio door and get one 40% off, plus save $25 off every window. No money down, no payments, and no interest for 12 months. Offer expires January 31st. Restrictions apply. Renewal by Anderson, the official window and door replacement partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit rbafla.com. Call now. License number CGC 1527613. Wholesale prices, premium service, tire outlet. Hey folks, Mike Dempsey here. This January, when you buy a set of four Kumo tires, you'll get a free oil change and a holiday scratch-off with exclusive savings to use throughout 2023. Tire outlet will install a new oil filter and refill up to five quarts of motor oil. Save now by shopping today at tireoutlet.com. Wholesale prices, premium service, tire outlet. Hey, Jags fans, Brian Sexton for DreamFinders Homes. In a complex housing market, do decisions on the biggest purchase of your life stress you out? At DreamFinders Homes, they can build the home of your dreams in one of their many communities in Northeast Florida. With a mortgage company in-house, they're here to assist you throughout the entire process. Choose from their wide range of single-family homes or townhomes from the 300,000s. DreamFinders Homes specializes in homes built to fit your lifestyle. Call 904-590-2545 or visit DreamFindersHomes.com. Mike Dempsey here for Dandy Foods, and happy to report that Dandy has some brand new goodies, and they're only available at select gate stores around town. Five delicious new breakfast items to start your day off right. Fresh buttermilk biscuits, flaky croissants, French toast, maple waffles, all matched up with country sausage, ham, or bacon, fried eggs, and cheddar cheese. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so go out and make yours a Dandy just a little bit earlier tomorrow. hometown flavor keeping up on you, yeah. When you step into a courtroom, you're stepping into a fight. Someone wins, someone loses. I'm attorney Brett Hastings, and at Hastings Injury Law, we've got the experience you want in your corner if you or a loved one suffer a personal injury or a wrongful death. We're here to fight for you. So if you get hit, hit back with Hastings Injury Law, offices Jacksonville. Find us on the web at 904hitback.com or call our 24-hour helpline, 904-HITBACK. WJXL AM Jacksonville Beach. WJXL FM Jacksonville Beach. With your Southeast Orthopedic Specialist Local Sports Update brought to you by Woody's Barbecue, I'm Emmanuel. Andrew Ivins of 247 Sports joined Hacker on Hacker After Dark and spoke on the sticky situation with quarterback Jaden Rashada down in Florida. It does sound like um, there's some legs to the rumors and they're trying to figure it out. Uh, NIL is, is certainly in play right now. Um, you talk with anyone in the NIL landscape, you hear that they're all keeping an eye on what happens and what shakes out at, at Florida because they could have a big impact not only right now with, with Jaden Rashada, but long-term in, in terms of how prospective student-athletes view the University of Florida. You can hear that interview in full by heading over to 1010XL.com in the on-demand section. That's 704. It's 52 degrees. Your time and your temp is brought to you by Bueller Air Conditioning. Stay cool with Bueller. 
Stay tuned for the Dan Hicken arrival next right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. This 1010XL 92.5 FM hour is powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. We're going to start this thing over right. You know it! Living my best thing! Yes, sir! I'm living my best thing! Come on! So what the f- you be <laughs> That's the Snoop Dogg D O Double G and Lil Duval. And Lil Duval. You know how they Have you ever watched the show and it said this this show has strobing effects? So be careful if you're prone to seizures. Hick has the audio version of that. Like the audio, you play a certain song, he's gonna seize up. Play some D. You look like you're Ding up a little bit. I'm Ding. Like Come it. on! I like it. Bam! Bam! Come on! Smile. <laughs> Smile. Living the best thing! <laughs> uh, I could go right up there with Lil Duval and D-O-double-G. You, so? you think so? What about Lil Boosie? Boosie Badass? That would be epic. That would be epic. What are all, let's, what, what's to all the, like, the entertainment rumors? Like, who's going to do the Duval? It seems like they're going to try and do something did somebody, did a little we, different. Did I? Are we getting like a halftime act too? Who did Duval last week? I don't. I don't. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. It I didn't either. Did so they? I don't. I don't know if they're. I, yeah. I hate to say it. I was. Well, we were. You know. I was too busy riffing with Joe Dirt. So. I, <laughs> 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 I don't know if somebody did it or not. I don't know. I don't know if it's not being done anymore. Yeah. Googans would know. They'll tell would us. We'd be able to. Okay, just bringing the Middleburg Shredder back. I would be fine right? with I, mean, I would be, just, just don't let us with a good thing. We Probably I, the last home game of the year, probably. Yeah, I don't. I think they, you know, it seems like they changed yeah, things up sure, in their plans. I, I, and, I don't think they would. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was the they? fan of the year. But he did great. Who is? The, the gentleman who was the fan last of the week, year. Last week. So they oh, did, did do all? some. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, there you go. Well, but if it was, a, they can make a, you know, they certainly spotlight it different, make it bigger if they if they would get. So it seems to be. I'm mad at him about that anyway, because they've never gotten Murph and it ticks me off. Yeah. I don't know why you don't get Daniel Murphy. You know you listen to this show. The guy loves the Jags. He's Jacksonville through and through. Mm. He's a two-time Silver Slugger award Silver winner. Silver Slugger, E. Man. I mean, the guy damn near won a batting title, and he's he's he hit seven home runs in the postseason, something no one he else should ever. definitely. Uh, I mean, over the course what are we of doing? the year. Over the course of the year, for sure. Yeah. I mean, This just, week, I think they'd shoot for like a – like, doesn't Mike Tyson have ties to the Orioles? Yeah. They'd want to go big, right, if they did it this week. I like the Tony Khan interview. I thought it was great. So, I, I, I retweeted it, and some people liked it, some people didn't. So I, I, Highlights I, from, for you, from your perspective? Uh, I just got a lot of respect for the kid. He's Listen, I got to be honest, man. If, if Shad was my dad, I wouldn't be working like that. You'd be a playboy. <laughs> yeah. 
You'd be you'd be at the games on. I'd a yacht. be hanging with E. Yeah. E, let's go. We're yeah. riding. Yeah. Get the hen in the Madur. <laughs> Maduri. Yeah, that too. We ride together. Double G. It's Ravente. I put the Hennessy down. Bring, bring double. I don't care what we're bringing. Bring <laughs> something with kick in it. Bring double G in his stash. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I mean, I'm it, it, and so I I look the guys, you know, and he's just he's. He cares. He loves it. He's passionate. He's a fan. He's gotten better too. I mean, right? And there he was... took uh, look. He convinced his dad about the AEW stuff. And I'm not an expert on that, but obviously he's gone toe to toe and done a tremendous job with that, and that's a big hit. And so he there's... was on with Rich Eisen yesterday. So for yeah, for folks that don't know. And so I, you know, I just thought I just my my impression was we're in good stead here for years to come. Good. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, he seems to love Jacksonville. And, he, and listen, at some point, the, the <clears throat> shot has said this. At some point, he's going to be the guy. Oh yeah, he's an analytics guy, but he doesn't. He's not a slave to. He it. respects the gut, the heart, the yeah. you know. He he's good with it. He just is yeah. presenting you with more yeah. information. He's to not help a kid you. anymore. He's forty years old. He's yeah. a forty year old man. Yeah. And again, he he will be. You know, that's where these things head. And Shad has said that. I don't think it's going to take. You know, Shad. Like completely aging out, I think. No. I think there'll be a you know a transition of. I think it's worked out great. He's done. Yeah. And, you know, again, look, he's the also cons res- have not had a lot of success at sports, but <clears throat> things are turning around here. Here and I guess Fulham's doing well yeah, too. As I said yesterday, they're seventh in those standings of twenty teams. They're firm. They're, they're, they're seventh in the Premier. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're the most solid that they've been. Yeah. Maybe ever. Maybe in their history. I don't know enough about the entire history. Yeah. But yeah, probably is is they got a really good player too. They have like you know, which is kind of like the Trevor factor here. Mm-hmm. I think this guy, I think it's like Milosevic, like leads uh, Milosevic. Well, okay, but he leads the Premier League in scoring, right? So they. Oh, he does. That, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or in did they goal sign scoring. him, or did they? Uh, I don't know how draft know, him. I don't. I didn't. You know, is he I don't, out of? Uh, don't follow him like this. Is he this out team. of? Uh, you know, Buckingham yeah. U or where Buck- did he go? Buckingham <laughs> over by the Palace, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it's no, like, I don't. I don't so, know if they got it from Tottenham. I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Now you've got me curious. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I thought that I thought that was uh, that was a, a good watch um, yesterday. And if you haven't seen it, you can look at it. I retweeted it. So our one-on-one financial poll question of the day: When it comes to the big cats, uh, if or when the Jags get by LA, what team would you like to play in the divisional playoffs? Well, I know who they're going to play: Kansas there- City, yeah, Buffalo, Cincinnati, or. Anyone else? <laughs> well, there you go. By and with hundred and four percent, it's anyone else. No, it's not. But it's... Uh, well, there's really there's 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 only one. Odd. The, the 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 next game is going to be against the Chiefs, most likely. I guess the you give the Ravens a puncher's chance against the Bengals. The Dolphins have no chance against the Bills, right? We agree. Right. right. The Ravens, I guess, could gut ugly one out, and yeah, I, don't, I don't think if they Lamar will. Lamar doesn't play. I'd say. But no, do they but have that. a better chance yes. than the Dolphins? Oh, yes. I mean, if it happens at all, it would be the Ravens, and that would send the Jags to Buffalo. Forty-one point four percent said anyone else. Smart guys. Of course, first we got to beat the Chargers, as everyone ah, knows. That's yeah. I, I get, put that in. Kansas City twenty-one point seven, Buffalo eighteen, Cincinnati eighteen point nine. I was just curious to see their take on those three, quite frankly, and it's very split. So if I said you have to play one of those three, who would I, you pick? I, it's very split. I would, I would still pick the Bengals. You would? I would. Hmm. Which just probably leaves me like at this time last year. 
There's no easy option there. No. Buffalo, I don't want to go play in five degrees <laughs> against a team that's due. Cincinnati's kind of cold, too. But not like Coldest Kansas. game I've ever been to, yeah, Cincinnati, not typically, Buffalo. Typically, though, not, not Kansas City, Buffalo this time of year. No, Both but two different are. times it was. Icebox. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and who knows what you would draw. Let's just talk from a football perspective. Take everything else out. Yeah. You know, you would like to think like the Bills and Chiefs are further along in the chain, but the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year, so maybe they're the favorite and should be. I think Cincinnati might be the best of those three. I, I don't will, know. I will say this. I have I have narrowed down to this one factor, mm-hmm. okay? We've got seven coaches who new to their team this year. Mm-hmm. We have seven quarterbacks who have ne- who are making their postseason debut. The the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. Not the Niners with Brock Purdy. Not not yeah. Not you know any. It's it feels that way. Yeah. Because of that, that adds even more. I mean, it's even more unknown to it at least. I mean, the Giants, much like the Jags, they got a quarterback in the postseason for the first time. A first, a lot of first year coaches, right? Yeah, um, McConnell in Minnesota, McDaniel down in Miami, Dayball, Peterson. The CBS Sports guy uh, ranked the quarterbacks. Yeah, it was I, just terrible. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is not a B minus. You're an idiot. I mean, he had him like eighth, too. In the like NFL, the fourteen quarterbacks. No, the fourteen quarterbacks. He had Brock Purdy ahead of him. Yeah. On the one that I saw. Yeah, that's just dumb. You're just—is that Trapasso again? I didn't see who wrote it. I probably shouldn't look. It probably was. How could you be eight from eighth out of what fourteen? Which fourteen are we narrowing it to? The guys in the oh, playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He put Brock Purdy. He ahead. put Brock Purdy ahead of Trevor. He should be oh, six. He, he should, in he's, fairness, he should be sixth. Who? Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be fine. I'd be fine. He should be. He'd be he should be six. I could. You could argue. But again, I bet you if you told the Eagles, we'll give you Trevor Lawrence for Jalen Hurts, they, you, they yes would get out of their mouth before as soon as they heard Trevor Lawrence. Well, that's a good point. I think so. You know, I, I don't know that for, you know, for sure, but I would think so. Um, yes, I, I, I'm happy with my, my son, and my son-in-law will be happy that I did identify the guy as Milosevic. Alexander Milosevic. He's a 30-year-old, Dan. Okay, where is he from? Where oh, we... wait. No, is that the Fulham guy? That may, oh. I may be the wrong guy. Oh, what let's, have stop, I done let's stop. No, I let's stop. Let's uh, back, back oh. off. Back off that thing. I'll go back to Mahomes is one. Allen is two. Burrow is three. Hertz is four. Herbert is five. Brady is six. Lamar is seven. Lamar's not even playing. Yeah, Purdy is eight. Trevor is nine. Cousins is 10. Dak is 11. D. Jones is 12. Geno, 13. And Skylar Thompson is in the 14 hole. That one I'll agree with. <laughs> they got Skylar. Geno, 13? Yeah. Yeah. With all due respect, Geno Smith was, was a top Six quarterback this year. Now we just that doesn't count. Uh, who are you going to put him ahead of though? Some of those, yeah. Daniel Jones. You know, there's it, it, it's. I get it, but I mean, I'm Brock Purdy should be at the bottom. I mean, great that he's done well. I, don't, I wouldn't put him below some. I don't think he should be at the bottom. He well, not be ahead of. You well, put him ahead of, of Skyler. First of all, you've got you've got a a list that includes Lamar Jackson, who's not playing. The, well, immediately, the list is disqualified. This has been DQ. Let me see who wrote it. Please don't be. Please don't be our guy. Oh, it's Cody Benjamin. Cody Benjamin. Cody. Cody Benjamin. King of the dumb takes. Mm. Um, what did? How? How was Eisen? I didn't hear. How was Eisen's response to Tony Khan? Going back to that interview. That's I had a good back and forth. Hall. Yeah, had a good back and forth. Uh, the full-on players, Alexander. It was 22 minutes long. It was a long interview. Yeah, I saw that. Alexander Mitrovich 
was is the close. Kids yeah. You hold your head and high, he's Fred. F- fourth in goal scored in the Premier League. All right, you're right around it. Milosevic, okay. leading scorer, Mitrovic, fourth. Yeah. Close enough. Point is, they got a guy who's a baller, okay, friend? So don't you apologize to your soccer son-in-law. I apologize to anyone. You tell Carlos to take a suck pill on that one. Right. You got it right. I'm not telling Close anyone enough. anything. I don't and your son, too, for that matter. I don't know why you're acting like this. What are you talking about? I'm trying to prop you up. What do you even mean? No, I'm you're trying not. to give you credit. Being silly. So let me tell you, let's, let's, let, me, let me touch base on this Rashada thing. We'll talk about it throughout the morning. Uh, it's, it's, it's not, it can't be transcripts. It's got to be NIL stuff. That's what I think. And I've gotten th- three different stories, so the truth is somewhere in there. Only give the three. And the question, question is, is dad asking for more? Question B, are, did the Gators come up? Short in their promises. Question C is there are there lawyers involved and and over who signed what? So those are the three that I've heard, along with transcripts, but I don't think it's transcripts. I think it's all NIL based. And so I think that, and again, I'm just putting things together and speculating like I like to do on radio. Okay? But I think that. If I'm the AD, even though it's not in my jurisdiction, I see what's happening here. I've got to, we've got to get a grip on what's going on around here. And you may sit there and say, well, the school can't be a part of that because of rules. And again, I don't know the rules. I don't know. I don't understand why it only applies to the University of Florida and seemingly not anybody damn else. Or it could be an excuse. So I don't I don't understand that. So if I'm the AD, I I gotta get a grip on this thing because it's it, it's we look we look stupid. We being my alma mater. Well, uh, if the kids I don't know if, if we look Florida looks stupid if they made an Florida I, looks stupid, period, because why? that's the perception out there. But among who? Everybody. It's not my perception. Okay, well you're in the minority. Well, maybe of the passionate Gator side of it, I yeah. guess. I mean, it, isn't it equal? Why doesn't this happen at Alabama? Why doesn't this happen at FSU? Why doesn't this happen at Clemson? Why doesn't this happen at Ohio State? Why does this happen at Michigan? Why is it just happening to us? Well, I mean, is, couldn't that be in some of that on Rashada and his I don't character know. or commitment? Is it? He signed the letter. He signed the letter of intent. To me, that takes a little bit off of Florida and puts it on a kid who's now not going to honor okay. the pledge that if he If I made. signed a letter of intent uh-huh. and you told me in the offshoot, the other thing I signed that you were going to give me X amount of dollars and now you're not giving it to me. That's a big if, why is it? it? Why, I, is it a char- to, why is that a character on the I don't kid? know if that's the case. Well, I that's one know. of the well, – we don't know. Right. But, that's one, but the, the perception – it's easy for Florida fan to blame the kid because if the kid doesn't end up there, ah, the kid. What if he had flipped on signing day? Would it be the same no. negative response? No, of course. What's the not. difference? Um, he the difference, didn't sign anything, right? But yeah. what's the difference if he flipped? If you lost him on signing day, or if you the difference is what he said he didn't sign it. Sign, like, Either way, if, as far as your football team and what impact it would have. Well, they perception beat, of a, of uh, a fan base that's that aside, angry, I, I get they, it. They, he, you're, that's your quarterback for for this class. Now you're going to have none. Well, no, you you know I you're going to sit there and sell me Lagway for another year. There, 
I, you I'm think not Florida, selling you anything. Okay. I'm selling you that with Jaden Rashada there next year, if they're any better than eight and four, we're all going to faint from surprise. Also true. Yeah. Not that that means you can just throw away years. You can't. Yeah. I'm not going to go beg a kid to come. I, at this point, would just cut bait, give him his release, and move on. That's what I would do. All right. What, am I going to beg a guy to come play? Got to – I. this is – I I would be stuck. One of the one I would of the, be stuck. I paying kids that have never proven anything. This I'm is, not against. I, know, I don't agree with that either. I know. If Nobody. That's what it is. Most people don't agree with that, well, but that's what it's all about. Well, then don't complain about your team on Mondays. Then, if you don't want to pay anybody, well, I, right? I, I mean, you can't come out and have it know. both ways, my friend. We can't come out after Tennessee <clears throat> beats us by three touchdowns and say, "Oh hell, though." You can. We stink. Fire this. Do that. Well, when. We don't pay. You got to pay to play. Or you can sign a kid that you know when you sign him, he's actually going to stay with you. And you, if you have, done, and you're not going to do anything that would change that. I don't so think that. that end, I don't it would think be on Florida. But if it's, I think if, from the coaching standpoint, they were rock solid with this kid. Okay. But again, it sounds to me like the disconnect would be between Florida and those that are paying kids to come to Florida. I think there's a bigger. This is the ultimate playout of the participation award, though, the entitlement. You want to talk about entitlement? I, You're going to give an 18-year-old a million dollars? Million? Try what a, more. What a joke. It's a lot it's a more joke. than that, it really buddy. really is. You're, this ultimately does more damage than good. It takes, takes a rare 18-year-old to get all that money and still have the moxie and stones couldn't to agree want to more. do nothing but win. Couldn't agree I more. I mean, you can give a 30-year-old that kind of money and he'll fritter it away. You're going to give it to somebody whose brain doesn't finish developing for another four or five years? It's ridiculous. Uh, let's go to break. We'll keep talking about this uh, uh, throughout the morning. Okay. As we do, I will tell you, I hit a lock at law, a lock of the day last Not, night. Oh, those got are back. back. Into, got what, back into the degenerate what, what, world. How, whoa. Yeah. What, hey, TCU plus have, seven over Texas at college hoops. Have you been doing? Go Horn Frogs. Have you been doing those all year? Did you continue those throughout the course of the throughout year? Throughout the course of the year, yes. I mean, we've had no. I, I go back and forth. Those been as, I go back bad? and forth on, 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 on talking about them, not talking about them. So, but it's a new year. It's time to okay, enjoy. Okay, all right. I did. I thought that it went away. Is what, you know what it what is. Surprises it me. takes me back to one of my D O double G favorite songs. E, if you would make money, 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 make money, money. I make money, 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 make money, money. Oh gosh! Here I go with the dog. Do you know what? Do you know what's happening today? About you know what that's from? I don't even know what you're saying. you don't know what song that's. Your movie that's from? What movie is that from? Uh, Get hard? Huh? No. But you're close. Okay. We're going streaking in the quad. Uh, old school. Make money, money, money. Make money, money. <laughs> Snoop. Double G Snoop was in Loop. that one. He was in Snoop. That. Yeah. You're you naked. Actually, I'm guessing E.T. hadn't seen old school. I think he would enjoy it, though, if he did. No, You've never, never seen old school? Yeah, yeah you'd, like, you'd like that. Are you a Will Ferrell guy at all? I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. Well, then you'd love old school. And Snoop, he, Snoop's what was the, it. What was the movie you hadn't seen that everybody got on you about? There was one. Uh, gosh, it was a while ago. I was listening one day, and it. It was a movie you hadn't seen yet. Uh, Goodfellas was it? That, it was Goodfellas. I think it was Goodfellas. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I need you to that's watch old school. Though. I mean, that's I like, need you to watch old school. He's like five when that thing came out. Probably. Uh, I mean, it, it stands the test of time. Of course, I had, we were I had kids, a big we deal. We weren't watching movies from 1960. I know. I had a big deal with my kids over the holiday when they both told me they'd never heard of the movie Ghost. Yeah, I'm, thirty and twenty-eight. Yeah, so I don't watch know if, the movie Ghost. I don't know if mine have heard of that. Yeah. One. I'm not going to fight them on that one. They could get on another. One. What do you mean you never heard of Airplane? Oh, my love, my darling. We have to go to break and come back with the 10-minute drill. For your touch. Hit it. All right, welcome back to the uh, program. We got sports concepts. We got sports rationalizations coming your way. 
12, 10 minute drill. After we drill you, he's going to make good with a nice prize pack. E, what do we got today? Make money, money, make money, money, money. <laughs> get, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to rumors. Snoop <laughs> Snoop. Let's go. We're going streaking. We turned DT on to old school in the break. We're going streaking through the gymnasium. We're going to need a, a book report on that tomorrow. We expect you to go home and watch that. Y'all got to give me at least through the week, man. I, um,. Uh, something was kind of, was released yesterday. It's mm-hmm. a little fanfare. I, I didn't even know. Um, yes, sir. It, it was it was coming. I didn't know that this was starting this year, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I like it. Okay. So let me ask you, which you give more credence to, the All Pro team, as voted by the players who play the position up for grabs, and the defender or the opposite of that position, or sports writers who really don't see these guys play each and every week or know you know, the ins and outs to whatever success has come. Well, I disagree a little bit with how you characterize it okay. because I think the players don't see these guys play every week. I don't think they see who they're playing and they don't, I don't think they pay as much attention, but they know the game better, I think, than the sports writers. So I think it's a kind of a, kind of a mix a little bit. I've seen too many player votes that make no sense to here, me through the years, here, both here, in, in, in all the sports. T- tell me the change you would make. Okay. To the first ever, it's the first time this is ever, uh, the NFLPA has put this together. Uh-huh. It's the first ever players all-pro team. Okay. All right. Um, and again, you 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 bet your, you know, you vote for your position and you vote for, like, your offensive line, you vote for offensive line and defensive line. Right. Right. If you're a corner, you vote for right. corner and receiver. Uh, and here's how it played out. Again, well, and I don't know. I'm flying blind here, too. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's fine. That's right. Yeah. Running back, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Right. He was, he was great. By a mile. Yeah. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Yes. I mean, you can make arguments for people, but. Tyreek Hill has an argument. Probably yeah. is the best argument. He had more big plays. Diggs in- had a great year. AJ yeah. Brown had a great year. Yeah. But it's hard to argue. Justin Jefferson, I would 100%. Yeah, and, and I, I have no problem with any of, I any, think any of those guys right. are all great. Jamar Chase even probably yeah. didn't get the uh, bulk of the numbers. Yeah. Tight end Travis Kelsey. For sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, fullback Kyle Usek. Usich. I, I like that guy. Yeah, there's really not a lot of I don't choices. Know. There yeah. aren't many. No. Uh, left tackle Trent Williams. 49ers. Uh, Niners run the ball as well as anybody. Now you're getting into offensive linemen, so I can't. For sure. Yeah. Trent Williams is. He's the one they got from from Washington, Washington right? Yeah. It was a great player, and they stepped out. They there were some injury the best, concerns. Yeah, I've seen people say the Jags. The best we we talked about him yeah. here to the Jags, right? Yeah. yeah, he's terrific. Anyway, Trent Williams. The left guard is Joel Batonio of the Browns. Yeah. The center is Jason Kelsey of the Eagles. Think about that, brothers, first team All Pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the right guard Zach Martin of the Cowboys, and the right tackle, by the way. I guess the distance has removed this from what is now even a bigger bust than it was. And I can remember asking about this particular player. Okay. But Lane Johnson is the right tackle, the yeah. all-pro. Do you know what draft Lane Johnson was in? He was in uh, the uh, Luke. He was in the Luke Jokel, Jokel draft. Yeah. So we always said, well, the Jags got pigeonholed there. There was no. Yeah, there was. You blew that one big time. It was Luke Jokel and uh, Kansas City guy. Yeah, Fisher, Fisher went one. Joko went two, <clears throat> yeah. and then Johnson went like eight or ten or something like that, I think. I thought he went four, but I don't know. Well, he may have. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That You may be right. But I can remember getting What put, year was that? Uh, what was the Joko draft? Like 14? 14, 13? It's all a blur. It's all I a know. nasty, cloudy blur. It is a cloudy blur. 
But anyway, Lane Johnson, yeah, that's who the Jags should have taken instead of Jokel. Imagine that. Imagine if you had an all-pro right tackle here. St. Louis Rams in 14 took Greg Robinson second. Yeah, that's not the draft then. No. With Khalil Mack. It was 2012. 12 draft. Golly, that's a long time ago. Where is Luke Jokel? Where do you think he is? Oh, I'm in Texas. On a farm. Nice kid. Just not a great player. Just not a good player at all. He went to Seattle from here and didn't work there either. Just a terrible draft pick. There's a million guys you should have taken. If you take a guy who can't play in the league, you really blew it. Right? There's no excuse. If you take a guy who can't play in the league, number two overall, you're just incompetent. It was 2013. 13, yeah. Yeah. And Lane Johnson was fourth. Fourth. Who was third? Deion Jordan. Okay, who was – yeah, most of that draft was bad. Zeke Ants, Ansa. No. Kiki Mingo. No. Johnny Cooper. No. Tavon Austin. No. Steve Milner. Yeah. This this saved the Joe Goal. Chance but- Warmack, DJ Fluker, DJ Hayden, Sheldon Richardson's a good player. Uh man, what a but bag. but oh hiding God. right there in plain sight the whole time was Lane Johnson. Yeah, who took a few years to get to that, you know, obvious conclusion. Really good football player. Yeah. Anyway, he's the right tackle. All right, what about the interior defensive line? Chris Jones, Aaron Donald. No, Aaron Donald is terrible. He shouldn't be that. Not this year. That's dead wrong. Huh? There's there's I named I was. We were talking with Logman the other day. I could look right now over the, uh, at the defensive tackles. There's, there's, gosh, there's five of them who had terrific seasons, who are really good football players. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Excuse moi. I would take. Uh, uh, you said Chris Jones, right? Yeah, Quinnen Williams. Yeah, I was gonna say Quinnen Williams had a great year. Darren Payne had a great year. Uh, Javon Hargrave had a great year. Cam Hayward of Pittsburgh, all defensive tackles. Aaron Donald missed half the year, didn't he? He missed a lot of it. How many games did Aaron Donald play? Uh, uh, few enough that he didn't get to seven sacks. Yeah, no way Aaron Donald should be in there. That's reputation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's rep, the name. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about with, and I, again, he, he's a Hall of Fame player. Don't get me wrong, but this year, yeah. no, sir. Just like if Jalen Ramsey's that's on fair. that, I'm going to have to fair. You're, you're, the thing I'm not going to argue for argument's in the sake. Head. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, Jalen did, did, didn't make it. Good. Did not. He was not Donald a, played 11 games this year. Yeah, that's what, sack, six his, short. What's his, what were his numbers? Uh, 27 solo tackles, five sacks. Five yeah. sacks. Sorry. Uh, 10 for loss. He wasn't going to have a bit, he wasn't going to have a typical Aaron Donald uh, year if he played all year. I don't know if Aaron, Do- Aaron Donald's, listen. He, he's his commitment, you could yeah, question after he, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. he was, oh, I'm going to retire. Yeah. And they couldn't, you know, convince him to come back, gave him big money, and he wasn't playing like it. I mean. To a point. He's still a great player again. Don't get me wrong. Okay, go ahead. Anybody else? Uh, the edge rushers are Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett. No problem. No complaints. The nose tackle is Dexter Lawrence. Had a great year for the Giants. Really good player. Uh, the outside linebackers are Roquan Smith and Fred Warner. Yep. Uh, the safety is uh, the safeties are Minka Fitzpatrick and Derwin James. Uh, again, that's hard for me to, yeah. Minka, I'm down with James. I just don't know how much he played this year. I know he I missed some like, time. I felt like Minka wasn't, like Minka set a standard when he first went to Pittsburgh that was like, with whoa. All the, but I, he got a lot of picks also this year as Did well, he? Okay. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick tied for the league lead with six. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll then, tell you who's an underrated player because he's such a loon is uh, the kid from Florida, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, he makes yeah, plays yeah, everywhere he's, he goes. He's good. He but now he's a powder keg, right? He's, he's something always goes weird. I think, always in trouble. I think, and maybe I'll be, and may, I, hopefully this doesn't come back to haunt me. But I think Derwin gets a lot of 
love based on rep more than Derwin James. Yes. Yeah, I hope uh, it doesn't I come don't back know. to him. I think he's a stud. Man, man. you want to you want a stud, but I don't know how great of a football player he is. He also missed time this year. I had a really good year. The Chargers give up 145 yards a game rushing. Yeah. Right. The safety should be a big, you know. He's in the box a lot. They should not give up 145 yards rushing. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's first team all pro by the players. We, uh, I did see PFF also put an all pro all pro list out. We could, you know, we could we could compare. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. No. And the problem I have with those guys is I don't always agree with the grades. Sure. Like well, they, no, had, they, they didn't do it by grade. They okay. did. They they okay. they in conjunction with the grade. They looked at situation, role, leadership, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the corners were Pat Sertan and Darius Slay. Good. Pro Football Focus had Sauce Gardner, a first team All Pro. Good. And they did have Jalen. Why? They had Jalen. They had Jalen first team as like the X corner, like the third corner. No. I will say this about Jalen. He has become this, and it didn't seem like this was his playing style or personality here. But he's big. He's He's considered one of the best run-stopping corners in the league. Well, he had a great game the last game of well, the year. Well, this year he has had the most. He had the, they they listed the stats. I don't have them in front tackles. of me, but he literally had the most tackles and other things in the run but game. He so was always he's a been physical. Better. He was always a physical. Yeah. I think he corner. is. I think he makes business decisions like a defense, like a running back going down the sideline. Sometimes you turn it up and take that extra hit. And sometimes you tiptoe out of bounds. And I think on when when runners get downhill, downfield, I think Jalen will make a business decision here and there. Right. If it's a running back, he'll make a business decision. Yeah. But if it's a receiver, sure. he's, he's going to he's going to. But blow this is up. strictly his run game. But anyway, those are just uh, I don't know. You don't get all that you know all yeah. that excited about all pros and Pro Bowls no. when you don't have anybody on it. Yeah, we're the only team in the playoffs with no Pro Bowlers. Yeah, I'd put that chip up there too, Dougie. Sure. You know. You know who they th- you know who they think we are the Chicago Bears. The only other team that doesn't have any Pro Bowlers. Not a one. Not a one, Trevor Lawrence. Not a one, Travis Etienne. Not a one. Aluakin. Aluakin. I mean, your 170 tackles don't mean squat to those boys. You know? I'd call out the boys and say, you know what? Christian Kirk, they don't think you're any good. Let's go show them Saturday night. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, 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 Todd McShay put out his top group okay and where are we drafting right now 19 ish no hopefully 21 ish hopefully down the 20 21 20 19 20 21 22 hopefully 28 29 hopefully 32nd right right i mean we still have that chance at least (laughs) yeah but i was just looking at like who falls in there who would you rather have here are your choices we'll start it we'll start at 19 okay all right now these names you probably don't know quite as much but you have Cam Smith, who's a corner from South Carolina. Uh, you have Broderick Jones, offensive tackle from Georgia. You have Jackson Smith in Jigba, wide receiver from the Ohio State. State. Uh-huh. You have Lucas Van Ness, a DN from Iowa. You have Brian Branch, who's a safety from Alabama. Jameer Gibbs, a running back from Alabama. Any of those guys grab you? In round one? Yeah, at that spot? Yeah, yeah. No, a running back? Oh, no, I got in. Mm-hmm. I do think they should go running back in the first three round, round three. We need to address the pass rush, kid. man. I got you that deuce, deuce kid. No, I mean a real running back, not a piece. I mean a guy, a backup running back. Deuce Vaughn is not that. Yes, he is. No way. He's tiny, dude. Yeah, if Don't he care. goes down, no we can't count on no, Deuce Vaughn. No, of course not. No. Well, we're going to have a one-two punch for those two guys. Yeah, but I'm about one big, of them I'm about down. explosive plays, E. I'm not worried about if. Well, okay, I don't play the if game. We, right? we need a running back. I'm just trying to make Not us a Super Bowl champs. Okay, we got to address the pass. Follow rush. me to freedom, champ. 
I got this thing. Huh? I mean, I'm going to follow you. Did I give you Hutch? <laughs> did I give you Hutch? And Debo. <laughs> I gave you Debo. What if we had Debo right now? Oh, Martha. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, he has Anthony Richardson 32nd, by the way. Ranked. Now, not go. this is not right, a mock draft. Right. This is where he is ranked. 32nd. So, he's showing up. And so, a quarterback needy team will, in Todd McShay's world, reach for Anthony Richardson. Yeah, this is different from his mock draft where he had Richardson going in the top Correct. 10. Correct. Which and, always happens. And if you said, one of you said, we need pass rushers, I think that was you, E. That was me. Um, both of us. That yeah. would be... At, in in Todd McShay's world, then that would be Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Uh, he had seven sacks in 21, six more in 22, 29 pressures, 13 and a half tackles for loss. Uh, excellent pass rusher who continues to improve with more game experience. Uh, he has only 27 career games and has never started. Oh, my God. Iowa, why didn't you start the kid? Hmm. Why didn't you start Lucas Van Ness? Anyway. All right, let's do this. Uh, be kind, be courteous, and be a winner. He's the high-flying, heavy-sneezing E today with a, with a drill leading at least five going into... Five, zero, zero. Uh, five sneezes going yeah. into 745. Uh, uh, but he's, he's hanging in there like a champion. I'm hanging in there, man. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Kevin Murphy's next. 641-1010 is the number to call. And you will be a winner. E, tell them what they're going to win. A pair of tickets to Rumors of Fleetwood Mac Tribute live at the Thrasher Horn Thursday, January 19th. He's Dr. Kevin Murphy of the Dropkick Murphys. He once played bass on stage at the Garden. Don't ask me. It's a crazy story, and I don't want to get into it because he's a serious <laughs> medical doctor, but he had a hell of a time, from what I understand. Doctor, good morning, sir. Morning, boys. Doc, unfortunately, we got to get into it and talk about concussions again. And I'm going to say this. There's one thing that's that's true to me, and I think, and you have told me that they do a much better job with concussions. But this is, and, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, Ross, but this is kind of an inexact science right I mean we don't like you have to go by how people are what they're telling you and how they're feeling and I'm going to bring up a an issue that is interesting to me that I I thought about and heard about and I want to ask you but let's start with Tua he's not playing this you had told me he would there's no chance he's going to play and you had thought that he may not play some next year you are not against that yeah I don't know next year but I would say that the rest of this year they'd be smart to not play him why exactly why because he's had literally three concussions in a matter of six weeks. Does that mean that he's, his brain is not healed or he is in extra danger to, if he has another one? Well, to to the first point, it's not an exact science. Mm-hmm. You break a bone, you put the parts back together, it heals predictably. Here's With brain injury, we, we don't have a great tool to say this is exactly what's been damaged or how badly you've been damaged. Here's the, the cloudy part to me. Um. If, if, you know, if he's not, like, and again, this is um, may not be accurate or, or fair to even say it this way, but you think about a guy who's still in the concussion protocol, right, that had a, and maybe has all these things. I don't know. My point is this. Are there – how many players, if you could estimate, leave an average NFL game with a concussion that's never known or reported? Just from 
meeting the running back in the hole or, you know, getting tackled on the sideline or whatever it, it may be. Well, let me rephrase your question. Okay, yeah. How many guys had some impact to their brain uh, that caused some minor injury? All those being cumulative. Okay. All of them. Everybody that put on a helmet mm -hmm. and hit somebody. That, you know, all 22 that hit helmet to helmet, hit somebody, their brain bounced around in their skull to some degree, and that cumulative effect is what the, the, the longer problem is that people are looking at. It's – it's such an important topic, and oh I, I'm not God. minimizing yeah. it at all. I'm just, I just. No, but we don't have an exact yeah, just, science. You have told me this, Doc, and, I, and, and I'm reading this part, but you have said this to us multiple times. There's a growing awareness that hits to the head occurring close together in time are riskier for long-term issues. Right. Right? Absolutely. Uh, studies show that with each concussion, the odds of having another one increase. Yep. Okay. Um. And then this uh, Dr. Chris Nowinski, who's one of the leading, the CTE, and, and he's a guy who said if, if Tua plays against Cincinnati, this is a gross injustice. Back, way back when. Way back when. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he had the, second, the second concussion. One. Yeah. And so. And he's correct. And but that was, right. but, but that, it's called the second impact. Yeah. So yeah. when your brain is bruised or injured and you get a second impact or concussion to your brain, you're at risk for a significant brain injury that sometimes is irrecoverable. You get into a cycle where things shut down and bad, really bad things happen. Now, it, fortunately, that didn't happen, but that's the risk. This well, is this is what he said, and you tell. And I think this is, again, he's a doctor as well. Your brain's resilience may be diminished, um, in the sense that you've got 86 billion or so neurons and trillions of connections between them. And when you get a concussion, you lose some, but it's not enough to permanently impair you. But if neurons die. If axons are severed, they don't come back. And if you keep taking away some with each concussion, eventually your brain can't overcome the damage and the ability to recover becomes diminished, right? Is that? Yeah, that's true. Uh, whether they're lost or they're bruised or damaged, right. is, is, we don't know that for sure. Okay, okay. Did you hit it and now they're gone forever or do they recover? But if they're injured and you injure them again mm -hmm. in that phase where you're already injured the neurons of your brain, they're at far greater risk for permanent injury. For how long? Forever. There's no way to know. Forever, like once you have that first concussion, forever you're in. Oh no no! Lord. In the in the phase where is, your brain is bruised, when, and, yeah. and how long is that phase? Well, uh, like for like for we, instance, to Cincinnati, yeah, the Buffalo. It happened. You know, when he went to Cincinnati, he just had that thing that week. Yeah. You know, and then he went from Cincinnati, the playing, you know, leaving the Cincinnati game. You know, he did not come back for a month. He came back and he's played. You know, one two and a half months before. This one. So, how long after this one do you need to wait to not to know that that's it's three cumulative? But this is also three weeks. You know, this yeah. week will be three weeks since mm -hmm. that happened. Yeah. Well, that's why we have the concussion program where you try to. So assess he's failing them. that test. He's. I don't think so at this point. Yeah, I think that's at what this I mean. point they're just saying we're not playing him because yeah, we blew it up front. That's and we what don't I. That's cause what further I think. Harm to him. That's what I think. But yeah. I don't know. But you certainly do the test, and if he passes and move, move him along, if he has symptoms, you certainly hold him out. But in his case, they, they've probably done cognitive tests mm -hmm. where they assess his memory and his ability to do certain things. And if he's slowed at all, and, and you, you understand this, you're yes, someone sir. through this. Mm -hmm. I know. And, th and that's, that's stuff that, you know, neurologists can test you a little finer detail than the athletic trainer will in the locker room. Does he now become the player? Okay, Tua doesn't play this week. The whole offseason uh, takes place. So when we get to September, everyone agrees he's completely healthy. I think that's probably going to be the case. Okay. Or is he 
Sid Crosby that he goes back out and plays and says, hey, I feel kind of foggy, or he gets another concussion. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and then week then one he, he gets a concussion. He's done for the year? <laughs> well, he better be. Yeah. Uh, you know, then he's so going, we're on borrowed time with two. He's one cushion away from his career. Yeah, should, in some ways, yeah, should yeah, be for should sure. be ended. I okay, mean, so that's now substantial concussion again. Because you always you already said something earlier. You hinted at you would believe that he would pass the concussion test. So we are already yeah. crossing a threshold here that's usually not crossed. If a player is healthy, he plays. That's right. how the NFL works. Whether it's an ankle or a but a guy who has multiple like that, you send him to a neurologist to do more specialized testing, right. and he may not be passing that fully, and and that may be why he's playing, but. I think it's probably more. I know of no other player who's one, you know, one shot away from his career being over. And does Tua now automatically go into that? Are you? Is he untouchable if he gets a bad I, concussion week think, two next year? Well, I think that Miami, and, and this is what I, I was, I wanted to talk to you guys about. I think Miami has a a PR problem as much as they have concussion problems in the way that they've handled this throughout, and they haven't handled it well. And now I'll take you to Pittsburgh. And I'll take you to another young quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who got a concussion against Baltimore, okay? He hit his head on the turf. He was cleared by the doctors in the tent and reentered the game on the Steelers' next drive. But over that three-play series, he said his vision got blurred. So he came back out. Uh, he self, what I'm saying is he self-reported uh, it, and I, it's his... Sec, he's had two concussions this year, but it's not gotten any play because the Steelers handled it in a much better way than the Dolphins. You see, I'm not talking medically. I'm talking from a public relations standpoint. Okay. There, there are going to be dangers because you'll tell me medically, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> know if they handle it better yeah. uh, realistically. Yes. You know, the Tandy valve and then send them back out. Right, That, may, know, that that's a, sounds like a mistake to me. Yeah, because you yeah. look and Same everybody as what the Dolphins it, did in, yeah. the, in exactly. the Bills game. Right. The common guy watching that said, man, he just got a concussion, right? Yeah. yeah. And he came back in. It's like, whoa. whoa. Two I, and eight weeks right. he had. Yeah. That's well, here's my back. That's I guess, same, again, my backup plan. Same type of thing. Isn't yeah. it naive to not think that two or three or four players every game leave the game with an undiagnosed concussion? Absolutely. You watch. You watch when these defensive backs come up and hit, uh-huh. and they they you look at their eyes yeah. when they walk away, and you know these cameras are pretty good. You walk away, and their eyes are big, but I do and they're think- like, you know, the guys are. You know, high five, and they're like kind of. You know, they're I don't not. Think, well, they 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 have the. I've had it. You talk to Tony Baselli. He goes, "Oh right. yeah, I'm the right the bright lights," and the, everybody gets that when you hit hard. But I think what you said earlier is 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 fair because you said because you're saying concussion, concussion. I don't. There's so many the, the doctors, the people now watch so closely. I think they're headshots, but I'm not sure that they're actually well, quote. Concussion. He tells you they're one and well, the same. Well, by definition, it's a concussion. Right. But is it a symptomatic thing? Has your brain okay. been injured or did, you, or did you get, you know, your brain It's like, did you roll your skull? ankle or did you break it? That's a, that's, you can walk that's on good. one and yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's probably a good analogy. Yeah. That, that it's not as bad symptomatically. But, again, we don't know the cumulative effect, truly. If you have these multiple little concussions that add up over time and then you have CTE down the road. And, and, and here's an interesting – and so this is what they said in the article about Pickett. Like, this is the end-all, be-all, and I, I don't think it is, but you may tell me. Um, so, Pickett was officially clear from concussion protocol earlier this week. He'll start against the Raiders, Tomlin said Tuesday. After the concussion, his second in eight weeks, Pickett switched to a different helmet on the recommendation of team medical staff. Now he's wearing a helmet equipped with special design and padding on the back to cushion his head in the event of another violent hit against the ground, which 
maybe the case, but it's still not going to. Doesn't work. Yeah, no, right. Work. I mean, it, that means nothing to yeah, you, right? Tries to lessen it, but it, yeah, it ain't going to work. Yeah, I read something where somebody was doing some project where they injected something into your into your um, like your veins into your uh, carotid arteries to fill your brain up more with fluid to cushion <laughs> it. It was like, what in the world? You're not filling <laughs> up my brain with listen, football. That stuff doesn't work. You, your, brain, your brain moves within your skull. What's that coming out of your it's ear, It's a deceleration Dan? thing. It's moving, then it stops, and, and, and it keeps moving and hits the, the skull. That's All these things aren't going to solve that. Yeah. All right, well, I'm moving on. For- I, I just think it's because Tua now, it was because of September, it's become a much bigger. That, that, that my story. point is, oh, absolutely. but there is a fact that he's had three concussions. I'm not saying that have I, I'm not, affected him. I'm not, and hard. one of them, his fingers got all. You know, it was for everyone yeah. to see. That was so, four months ago. But I, I'm not arguing should yeah. he play or not. That's not my argument. I'm just I'm I'm noting this is not being described as, as a huge deal. You have a. Again, if he's passing, you have a healthy player, a quarterback, mm-hmm. in the most important part of the season that you're willing to not play him. Well, the bigger issue, I think, going forward, not from a medical standpoint, but with the medical information, you're going to have to decide, we've got to have a much, because he's going to play. He's not quitting. But we're going to have to have a much better backup who can go in there and win us football games if he gets concussed again, because he's going to get concussed again. In all likelihood, he will. Every quarterback will be concussed yeah. next season. Yeah. Every single one of them, that's my point. I Every single quarterback yeah. will suffer a concussion next year. I guess, I, 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 guess year. I, that's the thing I don't think I agree yeah. with, but that's fine. I, I Yeah. yeah. Like we, here and no the there. symptoms of those are variable. That's why this right. is a harder thing than an ankle fracture. All right. Uh, just one other quarterback I want to ask about because I, I don't think any of us had any idea when Lamar Jackson limped off a field under his own power and went back to the locker room some, you know – what six weeks ago now yeah. that he would never play again this year and he missed his 16th consecutive practice yesterday he's pretty obviously not going to play i is this not fishy do the baltimore ravens not have an obligation through nfl rules to let everyone know what the injury actually is you it, tell me what knee injury can keep you out for six weeks with no chance of playing this week well if it's a complete mcl of Full thickness tear of the medial collateral ligament. That may take three months to fully heal. Um, but generally, at six weeks, the thing's healed enough with a brace that you typically let them play. And I guess the NFL, then you don't have to say, you, you just have to put knee. You don't have to put sprained right. MCL or sprained ACL yeah. or torn meniscus. Because if he had something else. else, he'd already had surgery. He must have torn his MCL then, yeah, right? Other, Is that other things all that's that, left? Yeah, other things that keep you out that long, you, you operate on them. All right. Uh, on the. The, the, the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure is a bunch of them real quick. I'll, I'll bring it up, and you can comment real quick, Doc. Uh, hope you can bring up concussions happening in NASCAR. Drivers out months now, and even retiring as drivers are more honest on conditions. Yeah, and they're strapped in. You uh-huh. know, they, ha- they have these devices that hold their head in place, mm-hmm. but there's still a violent change in direction. Right, right. So that's a great point because it's not necessarily you hitting a, a hard object. Okay. It's the deceleration of your body. Okay. Your brain is moving, and then it – it suddenly stops when you hit a wall, uh-huh. and the brain still moves within the skull. All those restraints that keep your head from hitting the dash or whatever, mm-hmm. that's fine, but it doesn't keep your brain from moving within the skull. Somebody brought up Austin Collie. You remember Austin Collie? He was a receiver with the Colts, with Peyton, and he ended up retiring because of multiple concussions. Can you ask, Doc, if Hamlin is more susceptible to having a heart issue again? Say that again? Is the DeMar Hamlin kid oh, gotcha. more susceptible to having a heart issue Again, yeah. If 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 it was just the commotio cordis that it was a direct impact that mm-hmm. caused it, then no. Now, 
Having said that, they're going to look at his heart and make sure there wasn't any damage to it in the time that he had limited blood flow, having CPR done as opposed to him breathing on his own. So I think the answer is going to be no, but they're going to do all the tests to make sure there wasn't any permanent damage to his heart. And how many concussions does a boxer get in a championship match that goes 15 rounds? Yeah, how many hits do you take? Each one, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Count them them up. But again, when you're knocked unconscious, I mean, (laughs) that's a significant concussion when you – you get hit, and you're actually unconscious. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, Bross? Durant's out again. <laughs> uh, his is legit. I was watching that oh, game when that happened. He yeah. probably, he's probably got meniscus, would you think, Doc? He's how they say he's out four weeks. It's knee. Yeah, it's knee. It's knee. It's cartilage issues. Yeah. It's beat-up meniscus, some yeah. particular cartilage problems. Yes. So, so, Doc, with the, the Hamlin situation, was it that direct hit and the timing is what caused him to, to go into cardiac arrest? I believe it is. But uh, the real ongoing question now is, did he have any other predisposing factors? Okay. Right. Did he have myocarditis? Did he have um, enlargement of his heart from various other reasons? And they can check for all that now, right? I mean, sure. medically? Okay. Yeah, and they, yeah. they will and have. If they haven't done, they'll do you know, done echocardiogram mm-hmm. and they'll stress test to make sure that that's all proper. But barring any of that, it was just a freak incident. And hopefully that, you know, it's, it's a one in a million. Thing. Right. Cause people get hit all the time for yeah. that. To happen. That just wasn't even hit. that hard of a hit. Right. It was just the timing uh-huh. of it probably. Yep. Ask doc about a neck wrap that players are wearing that adds blood to the brain because they think it helps lessen concussion chances. Yeah, same thing. That's so we were just like talking about trying to squeeze your carotids, push yeah. more vascularity yeah. up to your brain to cushion it. Uh-huh. If, if Pollard is wearing that, maybe he started after his last one because his last three games he gets like 19 yards, 27 yards, 14 yards after tearing up the league all year. So yeah, We should ask about Mike Williams, and he took that contusion to the back. They say he's okay. Do you believe him? Mike well, Williams, the receiver from the from the Chargers, he's had other injuries this I think year. It was, I think ankle. Didn't they ultimately say it was spasms? Yeah, they said it was right. back spasms. But he landed yeah. on his back. That's those what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, back spasms yeah. is going to keep a guy like that out. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, all right. Good stuff, Doc. Good stuff. Appreciate it, man. Doc Kevin Murphy working overtime with yeah, us today. Yeah, you're right. Awesome. <laughs> well, appreciate it. All right, this is the drill. It's Don't send us the bill, Doc. Thursday here on the drill. That's the scream of horror when they saw his sorry. cheeks. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Come on, Snoop. Snoop a loop. Snoop a No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring your hat. Bring your green hat. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, everybody. I um, have watched and enjoyed the hard knocks. Arizona Cardinals in season. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that. And there were a couple things in the final episode last night. Uh, one, the coach got fired. In the episode. In the episode. And he walked out and told about nine guys who happened to be around in the meeting room. Hey, guys, you heard. I was like, oh, thank you all. I liked how Kingsbury handled it. And I, I grew to sort of like him as a coach okay. in watching the – it just – I mean – Guys go through a lot during season. It's often not their fault, but the owners are hamstrung. And I like this Bidwell. Seems like he's a sharp guy. Well, what was his discussion um, with Kingsbury? Did well, they, they show didn't it? show that. No, they did not show that, which would have been. Can you imagine? I, I actually sat there and thought, are they going to actually show Kingsbury getting fired? Because they had a good relationship throughout the uh, throughout the program. This, I don't assume this is true, but 
because uh, it, it was posted 15 hours ago. Um, but it's dog talk 24-7. The Cardinals have received permission from the University of Georgia to interview Kirby Smart for their head coaching vacancy. Smart is still signed on for eight more years in Athens. Well, Georgia fan would tell you that it's his dream job and he'll never leave, but that also defines Steve Spurrier. And often, if sure. you get to the very top of one of these, you this are, is, this you're would tempted be, to try the other Just one. so you people know, this would be a dream come true for me. <laughs> I mean, and I. That'd I had, be a nightmare for Georgia. I had mentioned Carolina, but these rumors will start. Yeah. As, as and because this forward. is what will happen. If, and look, if you're a Georgia fan, you hope he never leaves. Right. But when he leaves, mm-hmm. despite your supreme confidence that it won't matter, mm-hmm. it will. You'll go back oh, yeah. to being nine and three, and other you, yeah. you don't. Go. You'll leave the program in far better who, shape. Who who has gone from dominant to dominant? Maybe Jimmy Johnson to Dennis Erickson's the There's closest. There's been a few. There's been a that's few. the closest. Yeah. Um, but anyway, in the hard knocks, uh, thing they did a on on uh, the night before the game. Their last game was in San Francisco. They did a lot with JJ Watt, and it was terrific. But the Cardinals put together a video. And I mean, he cried like a baby. It was ter- in like I mean, the film in room? the meeting. Yeah. So it's a meeting room of the team, and uh, Vance Joseph, who is a defensive coordinator, also a good dude. And he's like, these guys are all, you know, when when you know these guys, as you get to know these coaches, they're all good dudes, man. Sure. And you hate that they, yeah. you know, we we obviously sit here and criticize and accolade and, uh, but they're good dudes. They're they're. And, and they understand what they're signed up for, and it's a it's a vagabond life, man. Yeah, for sure. And and they get paid handsomely. But like Vance Joseph was asked, uh, you know, what you, you worried at all about your? Oh man, no, I don't worry about that. You know, Vance Joseph knows I'll work somewhere else if I, this doesn't work out. Sean Jefferson, Jacksonville's own, is the wide receivers coach out there, and they That's did a lot with yeah. Mm-hmm. They did a lot with Sean and and Van when they played each other in the Hard Knocks. But anyway. So they roll this J.J. Watt video, and the first thing is T.J. Watt. And he's like, man, brother, I love you so much. You're such an inspiration. And, I mean, just like, bang, he starts just falling. <laughs> and then his his wife with his little baby boy are on, and then his mom and dad are on, and then Peyton's on, and Brady's on, and just, I mean, they're— Well, they're, he's a superstar. There may, be, there may not be—oh, there, there are, but he is one of the—well, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He had two sacks against the 49ers, by the way, yeah, well, and finished, I, I think, with 12 and a half on the year. The guy could still flat out play. Yeah, he's and he's not super old, He's 33. Is he? he was going but out on his own. He's going out on his yeah. own. Now, will he come back? I don't know. He might. Because these guys like him, they love it. He sat there and told them, and he talked after the video. And, and we've heard this story a million times, but he reiterated it one more time. And he said, guys, there ain't nothing. Better than this. I'm just telling you, and you know it, and I know it, and there is nothing that is going to ever replace the juice I feel when I get a sack on a quarterback. Nothing will come close. He goes, we'll go on, but his point was just cherish the moment. Cherish the dinner where we were just cutting up. Cherish the brotherhood. Cherish hanging out together. Cherish the money. Cherish. He said, he said, it was a great line, I thought. He said, we're in such an elite group. Our high school dudes all wish they could have went to college and played college ball with us. Our college dudes all wish they could have went to the league and played with us. All those guys that didn't make it out of September wish they were still here. He goes, we are an elite brotherhood. I mean, and he's right. 
I mean, every kid who plays football at any level, it ends for everybody, but very few in the grand scheme of things, the numbers game, make it to the National Football and League and play. You love those dudes at all those levels. Those high school dudes, you love them. Then They're, you go to college right. and you love that. You right. create that brotherhood. So yes. at the league, the ultimate yes. stage, yes. that love is different. Yes. And then he can go a step higher with like pro, all pro right. level oh, players. God. And by the way, his next team will be the Hall of Fame. And pop, pop quiz, please, uh, ET. And, well, and he said, before you do, he said, he said one more thing. He said, Thanks for putting up with all. I, I know y'all heard a lot about me these last two weeks. I'm sorry. He goes, thanks for putting up with all this crap and blah, blah. It was great. I really. He was under a one-year deal, right? So if he chose to come back, he would just come well, he back? Was there, he was there for two years. Oh, gosh, it goes fast. Yeah. But he. Uh, but, I mean, his contract is up? Or do we know? I don't know. I mean, as to if somebody decides next year about this time, they wouldn't mind a situational he had, pass rusher. Well, wink, wink, nod, nod. Well, remember, too, he, he had his heart. Defibrillated this this season. Oh yeah, that's true. Forgot about that. Remember, and I think was that, that this year, or last year, this year, that was this year. And I think that probably played a part in it. And he has a little baby boy. Yeah, he went on. Remember, he went on social media and explained, "Hey, oh, yeah. this is what." And he, I said it like he had a burp. They did, like <laughs> to put it back into rhythm. Yeah. It was out of rhythm, you know. So I mean, he's it's a, it's a tough. And I mean, the guy like his wife was saying, "We have never gone on a vacation." where working out wasn't the main thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you have to. It's year-round. Right. If you're going to be as good as he is, you do it year-round. But round. I get the feeling that he will be, just the way he was talking, I get the feeling that he will be a little bit lost without football. Well, we'll see. And hopefully that he transition, can, he'll have oh, to find himself. It's tough. Sure. I went down yeah, the YouTube uh, wormhole the other day watching J.J. Watt play basketball in high school. I enjoyed that. That was kind of Wow. Cool. How was he? I was good. Was the game I watched. Skinny? No, he was big yeah, and he was thick, a big and he was a you know he was a it was a they were playing against a team that had like a big time recruit center, uh-huh. like a six foot nine kind of guy. And JJ Watts what six four five probably, uh-huh. um, and he held his own. He had twenty five on him, but he just oh. he threw everything up from the shoulder. He just used his body and a lot of bank shots. You know, he wasn't a high flyer by any uh, stretch. All right, I need pop quiz music, please. A pop quiz that is going to undoubtedly have a Shazam in it. A what? Are you sure? Oh. Entry into. I don't believe the, that. It, I promise you uh-huh. there will be a guy on this list I'm about to ask you to complete mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you are going to accuse me of looking at it wrong and say, no, he's not. Will I call you a liar? Yeah. Will I go that far? Uh, You're I a don't liar. Know. I don't know. Prosser. Maybe. I need to know. A dirty we, liar. We're going to, just for the sake of this pop quiz, yes, sir. Uh, consider this. NFL season ongoing, and in that definition, J.J. Watt is still an active player. Okay. I need to know the top 10. I don't expect you to get all these mm-hmm. right, but it's going to lead to some interesting comments on some of the guys on this mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. The top 10 active sack leaders in the NFL. Oh, we could do this. Okay. We'll I need top 10. I'm going to put the over-under at... Um, What's the over-under? Six and a half. Okay. Oh, is... Yeah, uh, yeah. is um, so, just the active... And, and, and I'll say... Top on the active list has 123 and a half. Now, see, here's the one thing is I kind of looked at, in fairness, I did kind of look at it a few weeks ago, so I have okay. a Okay, all right. Well, then I'll, I'll up bit. it to uh, seven Because I remember we were looking yeah. around J.J. Watt. It was me and you, wasn't yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I was we off were that look, day. Yeah, we were looking at... Uh, yeah, no wonder you're so confident in there. You're sandbagging. Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan and Chandler Jones. Yep. Those two, I okay. remember. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you, number one on the active list is 123 and a half. Number 10, 94 and a half sacks. These are the top 10 active players. Okay, um, to your point, Cam Jordan. Uh-huh. J.J. Watt is on the list, 114 and a half. He's third among actives. Cam Jordan, second, 115.5. Chandler Jones, 
fourth. And I met one twelve. Von Miller. Von Miller. Yeah, Von he, Miller's number one. Yeah, one in twenty three yeah. and a half. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I'll go ahead and give him uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald eight. is uh, has one hundred and three sacks. He's one, two, three, four, five, sixth active. Uh, by the way, Aaron Donald, if he does keep playing, is going to shoot past uh, a lot of these guys. Um. Uh, the kid, the guy. Was this the guy who didn't believe in dinosaurs on Hard Knocks? Uh, Quinn, was he the one? I don't know. Rob, when he was with the Rams. Yeah. Robert Quinn is on the list. Okay. Yeah. One hundred and two. A lot of years. He went to where is he? The Philly, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Right? Didn't the Philly go get him yeah, from Chicago yeah, this yeah, year? During yeah. in year? Uh-huh. All right, let's think here. Robert now. Quinn has 102. None of these guys, but uh, I, I, I mean, I may have questioned getting Quinn. What about Mac? Would he be on it? Oh, I don't want to throw him out there, but he's. Although I don't know, Does 100 he, uh, is yeah. a. That's it, 10 for. What was what was the low, Jeff? 94? 94 and a half. That's 10 for 10 year, 10 years. I don't know if he's quite. I don't know. Yeah, we'll say that. Lil Mac just let's finished a, his ninth year. Let's. Ooh. But he's been hurt. Right, he's been hurt. But he's had multiple. He's had seasons where he's gotten more than ten. I think we can get other ones, man. I all, think right, all, right, all right, all right, done well. You're probably going to hit the over uh, seven and a half at this point. You have number one Von Miller, number two Cam Jordan, number three JJ Watt, number four uh, Chandler Jones. Oh, how about um, number six Aaron Donald and number seven Robert Quinn? So you're missing number five, uh, number eight, nine, and ten. Five, eight, nine, and ten. How about uh, our guy? Defensive Player of the Year, right here in Jacksonville, FLA. You mean Calais Campbell? That's what I mean. You think so? Uh, uh, you want to run? Well, dinged he, like he meant it. Wait, he, he, he's never <laughs> he had, dinged me. He's never had more than ten sacks outside of here in Jacksonville. He had fourteen, and he and he's played a ton of years. All right, let's go. What ahead. is the low number? Ninety-four. Ninety-four and a half is uh, is tenth in active uh, sacks. I ri- I'd rather let's, ride. I ride with Calais before I. All right, let's do it. Calais is ninth <laughs> with 99 career sacks. Oh, okay. I'm running out of thoughts. Um, <laughs> um, Aaron Donald, you want to? We already said Aaron Donald. already said Aaron 103. Donald. Yeah. Oh, he's in. Yeah, you're he's you're now missing five, eight, and ten. <laughs> oh, e- any of the three uh, without a miss, and you do indeed hit the over. Over seven and a half. Hmm. Guy. <laughs> he's wearing a Jackson the Bill jersey. He's just like it fits over the stomach. That's how big it is. <laughs> like it's literally for the mascot. That's his mascot. Yeah, there he goes. He's shaking it. The cat's in the studio, in case you want. All right, I need a. I need a. Hold I, need, on, I, need I gotta get a defensive. Yeah. I got five, eight, and ten. Or what are you missing? I need you to tell me five, eight, and ten. And again, I you haven't hit obviously the Shazam. You, I don't believe you name on the list because there is one. I, I'm, I'm out of names. You're out of names. Yeah. You're out of names. I'm, I'm, you, you, I'm, okay, I'm you got seven. We're going to end at seven. You yeah. barely hit the under. All right, number five on the list. Vern Den Herder. I'll go with Vern Den Herder. <laughs> Is Justin Houston? Ah, Why did we say that? We should have got him. He has 111 and a half. Because we just talked about the other yes. Houston. The Houstons have been there forever. Justin yeah. Houston will catch. He's Georgia. Watt. He's he Georgia Houston. Again. We have Gator Houston in Detroit now. Yeah, that's James Houston. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're <laughs> number eight. Is the Shazam guy? Uh-huh. You would never, and I could argue you didn't, so you wouldn't. Eighth active mm-hmm. with a hundred career sacks is Carlos Dunlap, the Spaniard, oh. somewhere ox cheers. It's right, right. Look at Shazam. the cat's like what? Yeah, very good career. Yeah, really good career. Eighth 
active sacks with over a hundred. I mean, with a hundred sacks in his career. Mm-hmm. And then number ten grew up. Grew up. So people who don't know in Pamplona. Running with no, the Bulls, yeah, nothing, Carlos he's, Dunlap. No, he's from the state of South Carolina. He's a Carolina. Spaniard. Yeah, he's from South Carolina. And he's he not, was a lot like... Not Spanish at all. You know what he was? Yeah. And I think he got no, his inspiration like from then, the Gladiator. Yeah, no, he didn't. Also known as the Spaniard. Uh, tenth on the list is a guy that really, if you would have thought this out like indefinitely, you should have gotten to this because he's been around a long time, just had a lot of good like seven to ten sack years, Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, JPP. Oh. Yeah, JPP. You know JPP. 94 and yeah, a half. you know me. Cat Chat is a next in the beginning formulations of the Friday Five Pack Wheel. I mean, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring it up, but it's a reality. Such an ass. Uh, <laughs> me, I am I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, I, I forgot it about go. it. Not mention it. It's a custom tree <sighs> searches Thursday on the drill. It's just- yeah, this is the scream dream. Ted Nugent and Cat Scratch Fever. That's right, baby. Jackson Deville's favorite song. It's on his autograph card. <laughs> Soak it in, folks. Oh, this is good. Soak this moment in, folks. Oh, take it all. What what a beautiful time to be walking around Duval County or loving Duval County, wherever you're listening to this. What a beautiful time it is. The air is clean. The sky is blue. Mm. Food tastes better. Mm. People look more attractive. It is a great time to be alive, folks. It is a great time. Go Jags. It was... as you know, an epic night. Unreal. You were a part of some of those in the 90s. It likened me back to, honestly, it was definitely, and you always are a prisoner of the moment, so I don't like to be. I Recency like to, bias. Yeah, I like to just, okay, okay. But I'm telling you, I went down for a good quarter, uh, half a quarter uh, with my family, but it was so crowded, it was almost impossible to stay down there But because there's nowhere to sit. Usually I just pop in, sit down next to my yeah. wife. And yeah, watch it. <laughs> He pulled up. I heard he pulled up to me on the bud zone, but I, I, was, I was unavailable. Yeah. I'll be looking in the bud zone again Saturday. Let me know where you're at. All right, bet. And uh, keep the sweet stinky a little bit further away. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean. I did get I reports did a, of that. I got reports of that. Oh. I got I, reports of that. It was I a good night. I got high. I got high on the walk from. From my family back to the press box, I believe I was stoned. It's a beautiful thing. It's medicine. Yeah. Anyway. He was acting um, funny. To be part of, uh, to, to, to take that in, it, I, I put it like this, top five all time. Top five atmosphere yeah. all time, for sure. And uh, a city that was and had been waiting to yeah. explode, exploded on Saturday night. You, you know, I liken it to the Dolphins and Titans playoff games of 99. Those, sure. Those two, to me stand out more because I can remember I was doing radio then and I can remember going on the sideline and I can remember going out there and just you can feel it wow yeah you Whoa. can feel it yeah. yeah your hair stands up yeah you can feel that you, yeah. you feel like you feel the frequency and part vibration. of that was being on the field which was a real treat oh yeah for that, that there's part. nothing better oh yeah that was that was unbelievable so I, that I'll always cherish um for those particular games, and there have been no, other, but it was it was Monday, that way. You there's know, something about night games too. Sure. The, mon- the Monday night games well, against Pittsburgh in the night. There's <laughs> something about more time for people to get well, sure. warmed up for the game and yeah. get their energy higher. Yes, uh, which which definitely happens for night games. But no, it, it, you remember '96, '97, '98, '99. Those four those four seasons. Yeah, we were seven and one at home yeah. every single year. Yeah, and and large part in due due to 
the fans and and when they I, the Jags posted something the other day or yesterday I guess it was that mm-hmm. showed the attendance mm-hmm. and it had a seven yeah. seven zero we haven't had that in a long time right and I'm t- that's exactly the same feeling yeah. I got I saw yeah. the seven yeah. and it made me n- nostalgic because we used to put remember we used to put the the, the, uh, the seventy seven thousand yeah it was yeah. seventy six but we put yeah. it out every game yeah hey it was seventy six thousand seventy five thousand hey yeah. we set another record yeah. And always seeing seventy five thousand, then all of a sudden you see seventy in there, and and you could feel it on TV. Yeah, um, I, you, you came through. Yeah, man, you could see it. You know, uh, obviously I'm following on social media and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But sitting there with my kids, like I told you guys before we started here, um, I, I I love it, man. My four year old's starting to get into it. He's learning how to say Duval. He's mm-hmm. he's t- he's stopping me in the middle of the That's day. That's a going, lifelong journey too, by the way. It'll be yeah. just as cool when he's ten and twenty right. and thirty right. for that. It's for that so matter. cool. It's they, so the, cool. The crowd did do one thing that I was hoping would happen, and that was they they. Uh, the seats were full at kickoff. Yes, and that, that's and at also this a, time of year. That you was huge. Need that. But that that's a product huge. of a night game too. Because for sure, that's fair. We've been out here for three. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Let's change yeah. the venue. We need to do the same thing. This look, the Jaguar fans. If you were in that stadium, you have just a little tiny sliver of a piece of that win. You are a part of it. The 100%. team has said we. I'm not sure. We. I don't think they win that game if it's in Nashville. No, dude. It's, Probably it's, not. It's, yeah. it's 100 of the reason why I've 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 Fought forever. And back when I was the, the mascot, I would get extra tickets I because I could get some free tickets, whatever, and I'd go out and I'd hand them out and get them free because you want that stadium full because you know the difference it can make when that stadium is full and they're screaming of course. and they're hyping that defense up. It makes a huge difference. And There's I, a reason Seattle was the, like, the toughest place sure. to play for so many years. Yeah, I think, It matters. And yes. I, think, I think we'll get a repeat this week. Oh, yeah. Because, again, you've got a pitiful fan. You know, the Titans don't have a great fan base. The Chargers don't have a great fan base. They're not bringing – you know, if there were any other playoff team in the AFC field, other than yeah, any other playoff team in the AFC would try and bring ten, twelve thousand fans here. They would have enough oh, yeah. that are Ravens. Ravens would have brought Ravens, the Bengals, yeah. the 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 Bills. Yeah, obviously. Bills obviously the, yeah. the last time. Yeah, no, that's the thing that made the last week and this week really an advantage for us is we don't have the opposing fans filling up that stadium. They're not around. They're no, not around making many. that noise, yeah. and so. Um, have, hopefully the tickets. Hopefully because all those it was tickets. better than seventeen because there were Bills fans here, and it yeah. was fun with the Bills fans. There was, was a lot of there Bills fans here. Yeah, Holy but cow. this was Jaguar fan. Yeah. Yeah. it was ninety-eight yeah. percent the two per, like it for sure, like you want it to be. And it will be this week. I saw. Yeah, Chargers don't travel. No. I saw a stat. Chargers don't have fans. They can't fill thirty-seven thousand in when in their old stadium. No. Remember, at their own stadium in L.A., they are usually the lower. They're usually outdrawn by the visitor. The visitor goes to L.A., they watch yeah. the game. They usually have less Charger fans yeah, in the right. game than the Bills or the whoever they're playing. I, I saw a stat, which at first makes you do a Daily's double take, and then I guess it makes sense. Uh-huh. And you guys have probably seen it. These stats sometimes get hot and viral, and everybody knows them by the time you bring them up. But Trevor Lawrence has never lost a yeah. real football game on Saturday night. Not high school, not college, <laughs> and now not pro. Now he's only had one in pro. That's that's a good stat. Never that's lost, incredible. never lost on a Saturday at Clemson. He never lost a football game on a Saturday. Wow, that's awesome. Not night Let's Saturday. The, the day Saturday, he yeah. has never lost a football game on a Saturday. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought yeah. you meant Saturday night. No, I thought a night game like no night. Saturday, the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeez. Saturdays are good to the Lawrence family. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll be good to Jackson. Yeah, think about that, Cat. <laughs> what I have here, I don't know if you know this. This is the the Friday Five Pack Rule Book. 
I don't know if you saw that. It's chalk. Let's full. do this. Can you stick around for one more short segment, Cap? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, take yeah, a break yeah. and come back what? and get into the. I want to get this. I want to get to subset seven though. Well, we're gonna do that. when We come back. We're gonna do right here. We're gonna do. We're gonna do five pack exclusivity when we come back. Okay. Yeah, there were some. I just want to get cleared up. That's I. Is that fair? Yeah, it is absolutely fair. All right. So if you had said that rule before the picks, I would have made different picks last week. Friday five pack rule book. It's right there. I know where you're going. Look at the rule book. Hit the button. The text to break and we'll be back with more <laughs> next on a custom tree surges thursday so the only guy with a winning record last week will welcome you back to the show as we came down to the uh came down the Lost stretches that first one on saturday i did man had a hope there, don't think i wasn't nervous i had a two-game lead over dan four by our schedule but i had a two-game lead over dan and I just as predicted, by the time I got to the stadium on Saturday night and took a seat next to you in the press box, I was already down a game. Ooh, life was good. I uh, missed that Kansas City over, but then um, I got relatively hot with three. Yeah. I mean, three and two is a smoke show week for me, gang. It was when you when you won those two uh, yeah. on Saturday. That's yeah, that yeah, was over. That was, was big. Over. Yeah. It was like, mm. yeah. there it is, though. And he I hit those pretty good, too. He still could have tied you, but he needed yeah. to uh, the loser of the Friday five pack. What's in that? Can I see the folder? over? Yeah, it's right here. The loser of the Friday f- five pack. I'm just reading read from it? the rule book. Yeah. Overall, we'll spin the wheel of which, consequence. Which is you. We have which to come up me, with some consequences. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, subset seven. However. Subset seven. Yes. Okay. Subset seven. Subset seven. It's right here. Reading this part. Yeah. However, if anyone, we'll get a copy to your lawyer. If one it's written and in crayon. only one, yeah. were to go bagel. Oh, and five. They would replace oh, replace loser <laughs> as spinner of the wheel. Oh, did and that happen? Did last anyone week? go zero and five this I year? Did not. No, I did not go. 0-5. I didn't go zero and five yeah, ever. No, ever. Me either. Did you, you go zero and five? Yeah, you bet I did. You did go zero and five. Yeah, this yes. week. <laughs> this past week. Yeah. In the last week. Oh, I told my guys mail it in this week. Yeah. I told Subset seven. Team, and that worked. Team, we would, I think he played all his fourth stringers or right, something. You. I tried to warn you, but hold on, hold on, hold on. We were sipping champagne, rolling down the Champs Elysees. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You. And you deserve the whole team shut it down, man. No, hold on. Shut it down, guys. Rest for next season. You deserve a right to speak, and you are a <laughs> voting member of the Friday Five Pack, also in the rule book. And so is he as a member of the drill. Here, slide Jeff. The rule book over. Let me it's just right take a look. Here. Let me just take a look. You know, there's <laughs> no taking a look. There's I mean, a great I can't. folder in his hands, folks. Listen, ladies with a and bunch gentlemen. Of papers he carries it every ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here it is. So what we'll do, in fairness, oh, okay. is we'll vote. Okay. And we'll take a vote. <laughs> if, uh, as a voting member, you have a say yeah. here, Cat. Yeah. All right. So for those who think the cat should have to spin the wheel of consequence, and E, you're also a voting yeah. member, and I would like you to remember where your bread is buttered, and <laughs> I'd also like to remind you uh, when you go back and look at the, you know, sock hop who, you know, was there for you. But the sock hop. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Meant a lot to him. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, uh, 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 please. Hey, remember uh, we, lunch a few weeks ago. We yeah. think the cat should spin the wheel. Please uh, raise your hand and, and say good, aye. It was a good lunch we had a, week, uh, a few weeks ago. We got weights and fits. Aye. Weights and fits. Those who think Dan should uh, spin the wheel, please raise your hand and vote. Aye. Looks like it's two to two. He's on my side. He abstained. He stayed out. He stayed out. He abstained. He we ride together. We got together. Thank you. All right. So, uh, I don't was. know how we break the tie. In the event of a tie, oh, there will be a coin flip. <laughs> e, if you could pull out a quarter, please. I don't think he voted. Now you're going to vote. 
I just listen just for the integrity of the game. I, I could uh. not vote cat in with the 0 and 5 is embarrassing is well maybe in the future we do have some sort of embarrassment plan for going 0 and 5 it's unacceptable it it makes people wonder how do you even have a winning record you're stupid what did you finish with cat plus two plus two all right wow. cat. All the way. what was that? i was caught you a bit what was i minus, minus one three. before minus three. we minus before we head on out of here you're good at this so uh, and we'll let the Googans participate. Let's start getting some ideas so we can get this thing over with next week. Yeah, I need the, I need some ideas from the text line. I'll yeah. come up with some during this week. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll you haven't put your mind. Why don't you just put your mind? I do not want the text line to hit me up right now with that. Oh, I don't mind. No, because no, because, no, okay, then you make a note of it all. Then that's okay, all gotta, I'm saying. You got to track the text that's line. Fine. All right. Well, hit me uh, up somehow, Dan. Folks. Uh, <laughs> hit me up with treats ideas. the cat to lunch <laughs> is a good one. I like that. Dan. Well, uh, there's some that we've already talked about. We could put that, that, you know, make him do 10 minutes in the ice tub out front. I mean, that's going to be on there. We had already talked that's, about that's that. That's all the trend. Well, I got the new, hold like, on a second. I'm Before so we cold. Do anything, hold on. I'm so cold. I think the last time this wheel was spent was last year's Friday Five Pack, to be honest with you. Hold uh, on. Yeah, we we guys, retired the wheel. You guys retired it. Yeah. yeah. It, it shut down for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we're not looking to rev it back up either, quite frankly. <laughs> But we are going to pay the consequence for finishing. My point last is that for the second the, year in a row. there's a lot of stuff on here that we, you know we didn't use last okay. year. All we used was the uh, Valentine. Cupid, Cupid, the Valentine. I didn't really so enjoy. Here, are the, here, some of these I don't even know what they are. I think you get you to. You were good on that. It cost you money, it which cost I got three hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> but it was the best three hundred fifty bucks I ever spent oh, to yeah. watch you stand out there yeah. in that outfit yeah, and hand out those flowers. I don't remember what these things even mean, man. We'll come up with some good stuff. Corner mascot. What was that? I, corner mat. Get a, a, a one of my mas- one of my costumes from my on the on the ten. He has to stand at the garage, corner. He has to stand at the corner here for like yeah. an yeah. hour. On the ten ten XL text line, quickie poll: Who spins the wheel? Dan or Cat? Let the Googans decide. Oh boy, I'd be oh fine boy. with that. I don't know. We've got that. a guy that says pain, and we must have done. You get shot with a paintball gun or paintball, something. We could put that. We got a guy with pain and welts all over. And we got the polar plunge, which we could do here instead of the beach. We've got Trash Man Dan. We put him in a in a vest, and he's got to go pick up roadside trash for an hour. <laughs> Strap Dan into the harness and make him jump off the lights like the cat. Ooh. That would go over well. Oh, now look, good. I, we need, sta- I need you stairway, to push me, cat. Stairway to hell? Easy. Was that sending him down that to, like, the no, Modus building? down to the Bank of America building. One of those, you go from, go from bottom to top. top? And the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go up the stairs and down. And then back down. That would be yeah. good. Wonderful. And it would be awesome to have to send, like, some intern or something to have to, to document it. They also would die going up and down. So he finished minus nine. You finished minus three. So the paintball thing would be nine. Because he finished minus nine, so the penalty is nine paintballs. I thought it was six. It would be six, the difference. Oh, six, the difference. Yeah. Six, but that six is a lot. That But that's just the difference between first and second. Or second and third. Why not the difference between me? That's 11. Yeah. You're 11 behind. So we'll figure this out. I don't know all the particulars. These are some ideas. I'll put the wheel, retired wheel, back over there in They want me to wear the... Uh, Jacksonville Speedo. <laughs> That'll be on the board. I like His that. actual no, Speedo. No, you big water polo. You wore that thing all I the time. I look good then, boy. You look good then? Yeah, you know I did. Now? Oh, man. Yeah, I did. We'll come up with some good stuff. It'll be a good time. It was, Let someone it was... taser or pepper spray you. Maybe you can call Ernest Wilford to help. Thanks. That'd be uh, Okay. Permanent. That ain't fun. Yeah, we can't do anything. Loser has to do 12 hours of radio, 7 a.m. through late night with Hacker. <laughs> Ouch. Poor Hacker. Jeez. I know nice. he does the late night show. That's all they're saying. Oh, I got you. Oh, I thought oh, you meant oh, the whole you. time. With I thought you had to spend. The oh, whole this time. is a good one. Should spin today. Loser has to walk uh, around tailgates in full Titans garb. Oh, jeez. No, no, way. no I, don't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't ask that. you to do that. You that's, could, that's too much bad mojo with this time. Couldn't pay to, me. Couldn't pay me enough yeah. to do that. Dan has to register, pay for, and take the SAT, and then announce the results on that. <laughs> if I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Compared to some of the ones I've had to do, be a low number. Oh my God, I would do that in a heartbeat. 
They take the SAT? 100%. What's the, penal- what, what's the penalty? I, that is the penalty. You just have to announce what you scored. Who cares? It'd be about 800. Hey, I took it, gang. I got a, <laughs> right, four, right. I got a 450. I, I right. Christmas tree that dog and be out of there I'd in 20 minutes. He'd be done real quick. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the IQ test would be more fun. Have him do like a legit online IQ test. Mm. These are fun. This is going to be so much Brock, fun. you'd have that forever. Yeah, this is going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> Damn. Well, I look forward to you coming up with some good ideas next week and we getting this thing over with. I like the positive attitude. Yeah. I like the, the acceptance oh, of I'm what so is. excited. Accept what is, Dan. Yeah. I love it. It was a good time. Hey, Friday Five Pack brought to you by Shark Coatings. All those picks were free this year, folks, just like estimates at Shark Coatings. So, yes. Give us a shout. Things mm. are going well. Hey, we had a guy come off of a roof uh, and come in to see us. He's going to start working for us. Not a baby. He heard us a couple weeks ago. He was literally on the roof when I said, if you're on a roof right now and you're a contractor, he's in. And you have a truck. And you want to make a hundred grand? Call us. He literally walked in and goes, uh, "I heard the cat uh, talking to me on the roof." And so they literally came in. They're like, "We thought he was talking to us." Eel like uh-huh. this one. Loser has to enter fishing tournament and put weights in the fish. <laughs> <laughs> weights in the fish. We got weights in fish. <laughs> yeah, that is dangerous. This this is one that'll come with an ass. Here's here's one that he wouldn't agree to, uh-huh. which makes it. I mean, here's what my response would be. I had a tablespoon full of mayonnaise you'll agree to whatever we say but he doesn't like seafood right all right is he take allergic? a no allergic? take take a can scallops of canned tuna mm. open it sardines. and have to drink the juice oh. 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 sardines oh a whole can they of said they said salmon canned salmon oh canned I, salmon just mm. the juice. i like fish and that sounds gross i think the sardine well next week that. we'll come out with the uh, puke, torturous i might do that yeah other <laughs> so compared to some of the ones yeah Compared to things that involve uh, togas that are too short and you tassels know. on my nipples, <laughs> not into that one. Thank you guys. Thank you, Googans. Not into my nipples People being tasseled. Are piercings and tattoos off limits? Yes, a thousand percent. No, we said no, you no, could no, do. He t- didn't answer. He, he was about to. He was. He was thinking he's not about gonna it. get a tattoo. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he was. But he said henna. He said henna. We henna. could do a fake henna. tattoo. Henna. It oh, lasts th- for like yeah. 30 days. But you said piercings. Where do you think he's going to pierce his tongue? He, he, he was thinking about it. Why would you say no for Wear him? a fake one for 30 Hena. days. Henna, 30-day tattoo. I'm not getting no tattoo of you Hena. on my body. Henna, <laughs> Jeff and I's face. I'll do a jaguar cat or something. Jeff and I's face. Get right a Mike on your, Tyson oh, tattoo. Yeah, right what, on the what, tramp stamp. On the face? <laughs> right on the tramp stamp. I know. No, because I don't want to see that. Mike Tyson on the face. Then I go to jail, though. Yeah, he could have Don't forget my theory. How about a teardrop? Go to jail. I'm not going to jail. No, this is getting this spinning out of control. Paying for Get your him gro- out of here. Hey, what e. about what about paying for your groceries with pennies and nickels with a line of people behind you? <laughs> e, remember See, when I told you they'd have good ideas. E, remember when Jeff said hit the button and go to break? <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard this categorized as a record. Mm-hmm. And there's you know, there's some like there's an asterisk next to it to a degree. What do we have? We have five first-year head coaches have made the playoffs? Is that what it is, or is it the number higher than that even? It's five, right? Yeah. Right? You got Dayball, got McDaniel, Peterson, Bowles, um, uh, O'Connell. Is that it? You want first-year NFL coaches. Yeah, first year with their new team, you know. Uh There's a bunch. Okay. You also have seven quarterbacks have never made a playoff. Oh, you're talking about guys who made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they made the playoffs. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, there was only seven or eight hired. That's a really good hit rate is my point. Oh, yeah. Now, some, like I said, Peterson's been there, done that. That's yeah. not kind of the same as some of the other still, guys. But he's still, yeah. Sure. You're, you record took, five first-year coaches yeah. lead teams in the it NFL. It is a record season. then. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard it categorized that way. But, yeah, yeah that, I was wondering yeah. if it might be. 
you know, I'll, I'll give you another one too. They, this this seven, you know, seven quarterbacks making their playoff premieres. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems to really feed into to me. Uh, previous record was four coaches getting into the postseason. Um. The team was in 97, Jim Fossil, Pete Carroll with the Patriots, Bobby Ross with the Lions, and Steve Mariucci with the Niners did it. Record tying 10 coaching changes last offseason. Not all the newcomers had success. Hackett and Lovey gone to one year. No, I know. Yeah, correct. Eberflus, the worst record in the NFL. McDaniels turned a 10-win playoff team into 6-11, and and the Saints had double-digit losses. So they were either really good or really bad, I guess. and, And think about that. There were 10 new coaches hired last year. Yeah. I got five in the postseason. You just gave me five that failed. Most impressive turnaround in Jacksonville. Peterson helped the Jags become the first team since the 08 Dolphins to win their division this season after posting the league's worst record. And I saw Trevor join Peyton as only the the the, the last guy to have the worst record in the league two years in a row and then right. go to the playoffs. Right. So, you know, fantastic for, um, you know, I said this earlier. It never Who was did- the only other team in the NFL history to have three coaches in – Three years. In other words, they fired the coach after each year. I don't know. Was it maybe the um, did the Raiders maybe along all their hijinks? No, one team did it twice, and it'll surprise De- you when it. When um, you... One team did it. Twi- Since the merger, okay. One team had a coach for a... three coaches in a row last a year or less: seventy-six to seventy-eight, and fifteen to sixteen. Okay, um, let's go. Uh, let's well, let's start here. I don't don't tell me yet. I do want to think right. about this for just a right. fifteen to seventeen. It happened. Was yeah. it the Dolphins? No. Um, fifteen to seventeen. No. Um, <laughs> Cleveland. Nope. God, boy, good seems guess. like the, yeah. Cleveland's a good guess. Yeah. I would have gone with that. Yeah, that would be the one you. Uh, fifteen to seventeen. Is it the? I'll give you the. I'll give you the coaches from seventy six to seventy eight. Now I don't know if you'll get it. I think you'll get it. I think you'll get it. Oof, this is I'm not 100% sure you'll real get the team. slap if I get three. You give me the coach of yeah. a particular NFL team for three consecutive years and I can't identify the team, I will be embarrassed. Okay, I'm going to give you. What are the years, though? 76 okay. to 78. I'm nine to. All right, here you, you know, go. I'm nine to 11. I'm going to give you one coach and see if you can get it. Then I'll give you two and oh, then I'll like give you that. three. All right, here we go. All right, one of the coaches, Pete McCulley. Pete McCulley. Is that the Patriots? Nope. Okay. Give me two. Okay. Is two. one of these like a like a coach one game at the end of the year kind of guy or two or I don't know. I may I may have overshot because coach? I am really little I'm a little kid when yeah. this happens. No, yeah. I think when I give you the third, third name, one. you might okay. get it. But I'm not hundred percent sure. Right. That's, I, trust I you. don't think you'll get this one. Would you have gotten this? Yes, only because of the if I but I don't know if you read me the way I'm reading it if I would have got it right away. Okay. All right, so Pete McCauley. No. no. Ken Meyer. Ken Meyer. No, see, I thought uh, Pete the other. McCauley. I was thinking of the other Meyer that coached Ron Meyer. Yeah. Oh, Meyer. yeah. It's not yeah, him. Yeah. So you don't know. Uh, that's fair. Pete here's, Meyer, you said? Ken Meyer. Ken Meyer. Here's you, your last one. I do one. not know him. Yeah. There. Here's your last one. This is the one that you might get, but okay. you might not. Wow. This is bad. Yeah. 76 I, to 78. I, I almost said I'd get up and leave. I wish I'd have said that. I could yeah. get out of here early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Monty Clark. Yeah, it's the um, well, I, I, it's the Lions. I remember him with the Lions, unless he uh, he co- was, was that it's not the, the uh, Lions. 
Okay. It's Monty Clark, Ken Meyer, and Pete McCulley, three coaches for a franchise. Yeah, I remember Monty Clark coaching the Lions. I yeah. don't remember. He did yeah. coach the Lions, correct? I'm Monty pretty Clark? sure. And he was also with the Dolphins as one of Don's assistants. Yeah. That's I, how I remember. I, I don't remember Monty Clark as a head coach before. Mm hmm. He went to the Detroit Lions, so I will just take a guess at the, you know, who is, uh, is this, I'm trying to think who just, like, who fits that. I know, it's tough. That mode of being a bad team, like, like they're, like the Eagles, maybe? It's also a good guess. Yeah. Correct. All right, so in 15-16, I'll give you the one coach and you'll get it. Yeah. And that's, then this uh, is the same team. Oh, it's the same team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Same team right. twice. Jim Tom Sula. The Niners. The Niners. Yeah. Chip, Chip, yeah, Tom Sula, yeah, and then I guess Shanny, yeah, right. Wow, yeah, Monty Clark, Ken Meyer, Monty Pete Clark. McCauley. You know what? If and now that you say Monty Clark, 49ers, it 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 jumps. Monty Clark did coach the Lions, or am I missing that? Uh, let's look. I thought, like I said, I remember him as a as a coach with the Dolphins. I thought I remember as the head coach of the Lions, Monty Clark. Monty Clark passed away in 09. Well, God rest him. Uh, let's see what old Monty did. Monty was yes. Sam Fran for a year, and he went eight and six and got canned. Mm -hmm. uh, then went to Detroit in '78. Yeah, so it was Detroit. '79, '80, '81, '82, '83, '84. Yeah, that's where I remember Monty Clark as a Lions coach. Monty Clark. So uh, I would have put him in two playoff appearances. Yeah, '82, the strike year, yeah. and '83. And by '83, yeah, that, lost to the Niners. Yeah, I think that was on a, a like maybe Eddie Murray missed a field goal late or something even in that. Mm. Huh. And the Lions collapsed in his last year after his uh, career-ending knee injury to Billy Sims. They went 4-11-1. You look back, though. Those are the glory days for the Lions. Oh, yeah. Huh. Monty Clark. Yeah, he was Dolphins coach, offensive lineman, offensive line coach. For, I, and I'm offensive little, coordinator. I, I, here, I'm a little, I'm just a tad bit, I, I'm going to be a little bit harder on myself from this standpoint. I do recall Monty Clark with, with San Francisco mm -hmm. now that you mention it. But, I, again, I would remember him more as a Lion but this, I should take a little bit more of a penalty for not getting that initial grouping because I was at the time a Falcons fan. Same division. Yeah. Now, I'll say this also. The Falcons are winning four games. They're never on TV, so I probably never saw them play the 49ers, to be honest with you. I mean, I know they play them. When you're a nine-year-old, the head coaches don't jump out at you like, say, the, you know, John Brody would. But you would watch the, 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 the Brookshire and Summerall show yeah. and get your highlights. I think I watched more of the Brookshire and Summerall show like on classic sports 30 years after it aired than I did actually the week up. But I would watch that NFL Game of the Week show. Clark, Meyer, and McCulley, they mm. went. Clark went eight and six. Meyer came in. Not Ron, by the way. Pete, or whatever his name was. and went five and nine. And then McCulley. Went two and fourteen. Do you remember who the and then Walsh took over? Remember, they did pretty good after that. Do you that. remember who the All Pro receiver was for the for the 49ers in that era? In the seventies, yeah. And that 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 team, I would guess, but it, certainly in the seventies was was Plunkett the quarterback? He, um, maybe for a for a spell of that. I mean, Brody probably. This guy probably played with. It, it, was it me, my was it my guy? Uh, let me let me make sure that he was that he was actually a star, and I'm just he was good when I was a little kid, and so I remember. There's two guys I way. remember from the '70s. I know that University of Tampa product and former Miami Dolphin he, Freddie Solomon went out there for a while, if I'm not mistaken. And then the other guy that I remember is there were two of them. Is uh, I think I think there were two of them. Is Gene Washington? Gene Washington. Is that That's who you're talking about? All right, Gene Washington. Wasn't there two Gene Washingtons? Yeah. One was in maybe Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I played a long time and and then briefly for yeah. One was in Minnesota, but that was earlier. Okay, 
Um, I just remember there are a lot of Gene Washington. The Gene Washington for the 49ers was there, yeah, from 69 to 77. So, yeah, right there. Four-time uh, Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro. So, yeah, he was a superstar. An all, you know, a big-time a big mm-hmm. All-Star. Uh, while we're talking, because we're in the mood, I have uh, a gift to give out to, to you fans. Oh. Now, you may have something else to do on Saturday. <laughs> However, if I think you could still make it, if you want to go to the, if you want to make it a big sports day, and you want to go watch the Gators play hoops, they take on Missouri. Is that at three o'clock? Three p.m. Saturday. Okay. Um, three o'clock Saturday. We have two ducats. We got two of them things. We got two right now. So if you want to go to the Gator game, and you're planning on going to the Jag game, you can go to the Gator game 3 to 5. You're back in town by 7. Get your butt in those seats. You can get to the, get the game's not till 8.15. Right. It's doable. Now, if you're not going to the game and you're looking for something to do on Saturday, you, or you haven't been down to the exact tech arena or whatever, you want to go see the Gators play against Missouri, well, you can do that too. You don't have to be going to the Jag game. So 641-1010 right now if you, want, if you want those ducats. All I would say is be kind and be courteous to E, and you'll be a winner. All right, let's go uh, real quick on a custom tree search this Thursday. I'm just going to run through who Bill Barnwell is picking to win, go through the brackets. Okay. Uh, for ESPN, the Dolphins at the Bills. What do you know? Bills 27, Dolphins 7. That's the easiest pick in the world. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, Ravens at the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Lamar, uh, Bengals 24, Ravens 7. I kind of like that, too. I mean, I don't I, I think the Bengals win. It might. They got it. If you're the Ravens, this is where Harbaugh and his staff really are challenged. Depending on who plays, like is the Huntley kid hurt or do they just change? He's to hurt, the, so they're down to this yeah. Anthony Brown kid. But, uh, Huntley's trying to get; they're hoping he can play. I think he has an ankle, maybe. Yeah. But no, he, it's it's injury. It's not. Okay. He definitely is who they want. Huntley. Yeah. Huntley's okay. significantly okay. better than yeah. uh, Anthony Brown. Uh, I got bad news from here in Jacks. Chargers thirteen, Jacks ten. That doesn't seem like how that game's going to go. That's the most. What That's, the hell yeah. is wrong with Barnwell? I, I don't know. That's not like him. I don't. I will understand. bet you. Uh, uh, a million dollars, there's more than 23 points scored. Yeah, oh, me too. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, come on, man. Here's what he does say. I'm tempted to suggest Lawrence follows in Joe Burrow's footsteps as the second-year breakout quarterback mm-hmm. who pushes his team deeper in the playoffs than anyone expected, but mm-hmm. ultimately gives the Chargers a slight edge. I, that, I don't – if you want to pick you the Chargers – You can give an edge, but not 13-10. Right, right. Make it 31-28. 100%. 27-24. Uh, and just real quickly, if you just – I won't uh, – nothing. Got the 49ers winning by 10. Bucks Dolphins. Um, I mean, Bucks Cowboys. Yeah, Bucks Cowboys. He has. Who do you think is going to win that game? By the way, uh, Cowboys. I think the Bucks will win. Yeah, I'll take Brady over those choking dogs from yeah. Dallas. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has Bucks twenty, Cowboys thirteen. So okay. he rides it all the way through. I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll spare you going through each and every game, but we'll just get down to who he has ultimately advancing um, to the Super Bowl. You know, I said earlier with all these first year coaches and, and quarterbacks. The Buffalo, Cincinnati, or Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we go down to the very bottom, wow, he's got the Bucks into the NFC Championship. He's got, wow, got the Bucks going to the championship game. He's an idiot. Uh, Bills, he's got <laughs> he, he's got uh, he's got Sorry, the Bills no. and the 49ers. Okay, uh, with the Bills winning. So there you have. Listen, the Rashada, Jaden Rashada thing. Rashada is a quarterback. Uh, going to Florida. Obviously, there's NIL. There's a ton of rumors and gossip and innuendos, but we can share all this. It's kind of fun on radio, and I don't know what's true and what's not. So 
take it for what it's worth. And and you just read something that you you found it hard to believe. I, I just won't. But believe. Edgar Thompson is a legitimate reporter. He works for the Orlando Sentinel. He's got yeah. the Gator beat. Is that in his story in the Orlando Sentinel, or is that in a? That's in a he a tweet entered. Or here, what? Here's what it says. Uh-huh. After Twitter calmed down from its fever pitch about mm-hmm. the Rashada withdrawal, mm-hmm. Orlando Sentinel's Edgar Thompson entered the chat with a report that. So I guess a, tw- a Twitter thread, I yeah, guess, okay, with a report, quote unquote, that Rashada had not failed yet, but there were issues with an NIL agreement worth thirteen million dollars that helped convince him to flip to Florida in the first place. I don't believe so it. So you said the thirteen million again. If we're giving seventeen and eighteen year olds thirteen million dollars, I have a good mind to stop following college football, and I mean this. Yeah, well, I have you a good. Won't, that's professional yeah. at that point. I, I don't well, give is. a. Cr- I, yeah, I, you are losing. You're losing me as a fan somewhat the entirety of the sport. Yeah. This, uh, I, I've got favorite pro football. I don't believe in giving 18-year-olds $13 million. I don't I'm either. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to now, I'm not going to stay and get the, let the kids get whatever they I want. I mean, but I'm you're not, acting like this, is, uh, we've been, uh, this has been going on forever. Not $13 million to a kid coming out has not been going on Again, forever. I don't believe $13 million. Well, I'm going by what this guy is saying. I don't. And if it is, then it's it's utter stupidity. And, and well, exactly. just like Tennessee giving the kid from California, whatever his name is, Nico Amaleva or whatever, uh, eight, uh, $8 million or whatever it is, this is, this is ludicrous. Now... There's other rumors uh, that Florida's going to try to get Lagway to reclassify and start in the fall. There's rumors that Walker Howard is on, who Billy, I think, was the first to maybe offer him a scholarship. He's a Louisiana kid, went to LSU, but I heard, I heard TCU with him, but who knows? And if it's $13 million, I just don't think Florida has that kind of, and I wish they did. I wish they did, and I wish they were paying, and I don't want to know the numbers, but again, I've, I'm going to sit here and maintain you got to buy the five stars. You got to buy the five stars, obviously. I just want to know, again, I said this, I think, while you were off. E, do you remember when we talked about, I just want one of these investigative reporters, one of these true journalists, to do the story. And I'm talking about a blow-the-roof-off story. Right, About who's getting what, how much they're getting, what's the going rate, how does it work. I don't believe $13 million. That's crazy. That's hard to believe. Yeah. $13 million? Yeah. Why would you give him that? You didn't give Anthony Richardson. Why wouldn't you have offered I'll tell Anthony, you why. Anthony, I'll give you $13 million to come back next year. Well, I don't year. think that's one year. That's a whole package, but well, still. Whatever. He's four certainly years. not worth as four, much as Four he. years, $13 million. It's still a lot of money. I t- 100%. It's, it's, it's college football. Is not, it, it, you need to. The old saying, you can't unring the bell. You need to try to unring the bell right now. And make get some make some clarity, fairness, equitability, and this isn't. I don't care about Florida football enough to make it about them specifically. Yeah, this is wrong. It's wrong to give an eighteen-year-old thirteen million dollars because he played high school football. It's wrong. Give it to the Rhodes Scholar who's going off to Harvard, where he's going to give him two million. Then I mean, that's contrary to what my where my love falls. But this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This is entitlement on rampant OD level steroids. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, I'm just, I'm just like all of a sudden this outrage from you. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering where this outrage has been for, for uh, well, a year. No, well, it's or not forever. It's not. Okay. I've said all along it's ridiculous it, it to get ridiculous. money. I'm against the thing. I have not seen a report 
of a kid getting $13 million. I haven't paid enough attention then. That's fine. Let's see what uh, Joe U's been reading on the message boards because he'll have a Miami perspective, and I want to hear it because, like I said, I've— That makes one of us. I've sat sat out what's happened here, and I feel like there's three different options that are are going on. Tell me what you think. Again, the options are A, uh, Rashad family wants more money, and— than what B, they agreed to with Florida, Florida didn't deliver the money that they promised they right. were going to be. Uh-huh. Or C, uh, Rashad is in some sort of uh, uh, contractual lawyer situation. entanglement uh-huh. with the Ruiz guy and the Heitner guy and all this mishmash. It's really gross what's going on, and I think Joe, you would agree with that. But let's let's hear from him because I, I'm curious about. What he thinks is happening. Hello, Joe. Top, top of the morning, boys. Yes. First of all, and respectfully, Jeff, I couldn't disagree with you more. I don't care. Giving the kids. Well, that we're much not going to. I don't care about that. You can have wrong. You're wrong, Joe. You're, 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 you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. They yeah. produce that. Yeah. No, they don't. The uh, they haven't played a game. They haven't played a game at the college gonna, level. I don't want to go down this road. Yeah. I want to hear what you know about the Rashad. What the Rashad situation from the Miami perspective. That's what I want to know, Joe. You. And then you can argue that things. you can argue that. I'm not going to argue that with him. There's no argument. It's Nobody stupid to give 13 it's million to kids never played. Go ahead, Joe. It's dumb. It's all conjecture. Nobody knows anything. Right? Yeah. Everybody's saying they know anything. It's right. Not. Do you agree uh, with what I'm saying, though? Do you agree with the the three situations that I've laid out? And yeah, I think if you piece everything together, it's right. what more than likely happened is that uh, Florida made an agreement with them on a certain dollar amount, mm-hmm. and then afterwards try to renegotiate or make it back in or try to do like Jeff said, Hey, yeah, we said we we're going to give you, let's say it's $3 million, but it's going to be based on if you start this many games or your productivity. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, nah, bro, you said it's $3 million. It's $3 million. These bills are due now right. when I start. So if you, if you put everything together, um, it's a bad look. We don't want the kid. I mean, the kid, if, if it's starting like this already, Right. Um, you know, when you're on the honeymoon. And that's what I think. Like, Flor- uh, I, honestly, that's where I think Florida is at, too. I don't, think, they, I don't yeah. think they want him anymore. It's not anymore. worth the headache. Yeah. Not with Lagway if coming next wor- year. Yeah. Not with, yeah. yeah, it's just not worth it. So now, I don't. Wait, uh, yeah. He, he needs to be. Well, I'm just saying he needs to be careful because if it doesn't work out with Florida. And by the way, it's supposed it has to happen by tomorrow, by Friday. It has to happen. Or he, you know, if he doesn't. That's in order for him to come in the spring. He still can, you know, come correct, in the fall. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, so I would uh, being a you know this Samaritan I am you know since we got all this paper now we'll we'll loan y'all a few dollars if y'all <laughs> I, mean, I know y'all collectives yeah you know what's funny Ox called and said and y'all didn't get in this Ox is a good dude and he had said how he contributes he was pissed and uh-huh. how he contributes I think he pretty much said he contributes to the collective yeah bruh if you're contributing to these big time college schools collectives so they can pay these kids money that is the worst use of your money in the history of the world. I definitely agree with Jeff on that. Mm-hmm. Bro, these schools got money. Don't yeah. be giving, you're paying your step. Hey, if we all give seven bucks a month, yeah. we can have a meal. I think that leads into the conversation that I would have, Joe, you from a Florida perspective of the university has to decide what they want to be. You almost have are to have a more worried, Are you more worried about being Vanderbilt in a top five university and academic you, or do you want to be like Alabama and Georgia and compete for SEC football championships? Yes, there's a happy medium, but you need to define 
who you are going to be, and it, because you're right, there is plenty of money. If it's anything they're but the, the second, they're going to be popular. into a – hold on a second. If it's anything but the second right. option, the University of Florida is in for a rude awakening from its state's <laughs> citizenry. They ain't nobody in Lakeland, <laughs> Jacksonville, Pompano, or – or, they or don't care, Jeff. Okay, well they then, don't care. They better. Well, they don't. Well, they a, they they don't let our kids go to school there. It they don't care. It trickles down. Yeah. The reality is, we it's this is the third most populated state in the country. Uh-huh. There's enough brain trust here that the University of Florida is a premier academic ac- institution, just based on the sheer number of. They can be very Correct. very competitive. Yeah. But also with drives dollars, and this where you know we don't need to get into it, Jeff. I disagree with you. Dollars and where where the the market is where the buyer and seller meet. And you have hundreds of billions of dollars, especially with this playoff coming. So you're going to have to pay the the driver of what okay, the driver Yeah, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. All right, we got to go. And I'm not opposed Thank to you, that. Jeff. It needs to be a stack. It needs to be a pay scale. You come in as a freshman, you all make. You all make $1,200 a month. Yeah. One of you didn't get $13 million and the other gets nothing. Right. And if you don't like that, then go sit out two years, three years, and then go to the NFL. But this nonsense about this dirty money coming from all angles until the last minute to pay an 18-year-old multi-million dollars is asinine. It is not making up for how much the universities make. It's not accomplishing anything. I would suggest to you giving an 18-year-old $3 million or more is making his life worse, not better. I would suggest that to you. Every 18-year-old who gets it, his life has become more entangled and snared and worse for the wear, unless that $3 million they got went straight into an account that he ain't going to touch till he's 40. I mean, if somebody gave you a million dollars to go play football at a college for four years, that should be plenty. Of course. One million. Way beyond enough. One million. Plus, you're, uh, by the uh, way, or, free or education, this. all the perks that go with being a football player, you know player, what, Hick? Et cetera. Come up with a formula yeah. that you divide all of the revenue that you're making off of this sport, the TV deals, yeah. and you cut it into X Or share it. Yeah. Just like a CBA. That's fine, too. 30% of the TV money That's goes to the too. players, and it goes equally. I don't give a damn if you're the third string tackle and I can't or you're help, the quarterback. And I know that nobody wants to put any of this responsibility at the feet of Billy Napier, and I get that to a point. But I would say this. Billy, you came in, you asked for 50 extra employee, $5 million extra to pay. Hey, Billy, how about mm, instead of the 50, up. we took 30, tighten and up. you took the money, and you threw it at me. Tighten I don't up. know. I just, yeah. Tighten, yeah. Up. tighten so, up. Yeah. Billy Napier's on field last year was a was a D or D plus. Mm-hmm. He did nothing all year to to I, like from a coaching staff. He had a couple of nice wins, but at the end of the year, you went six and seven. And you got embarrassed by a doormat. Oregon State is a college football doormat. You weren't even competitive, right? So you know it is what it is. I know we're running late, but I do want to get what's trending. He's worked hard on it. Oh. I, I have one. I will start with. Okay. But we're getting now. By the way, you remember it was like a lot of he said uh, he said uh, concerning the Odell Beckham. Getting kicked off the plane. Right. You know, now the video is being released this morning, and the he that was saying it more correctly were the anti-Odell Beckham. He made a vulgar fool out of himself, chastising uh, the rest of the plane, and he was told the On his way out, he did. However, it did seem like the, to me, I watched it. Yeah. Did you they, watch it? They jumped the gun, not without man. Yeah, I kind of feel like they the, the flight attendants kicked were like. Kicked him off we, too soon? Well, too yeah, soon. I mean, they finally, like the cop was, the, I, the police officer yeah, credit. Like, you know, and he, he was good with, going. Yeah. And like, he was fine. good with the cop. He didn't make a stink with no. the, but he was rude he was with the pissed. other passengers. Yeah, but he's yeah. ticked. I'm getting well, thrown that's not their fault. I'm sure the passengers were being rude to him. He wasn't being rude to them for no reason. Yeah, they want him off the flight because they want to get going. Right. I mean, that's the way it works. 
Can I get an autograph on your way out or a selfie, Odell? Well, there was, the, the, the video is out. Yeah. You, know, you and, can watch and decide for yourself. But I, I felt like the flight attendants were a little like, all right, he's awake now. Let's just go. I mean, he's, uh, that's what we said at the time. I wouldn't yeah. back off of that. Yeah. But then when you do reach that point. But then he lost his. Yeah. He got ticked. And he's and he's and he is admittedly. Well, they say that he said I couldn't didn't see this in the video, per se, that he said I was at the club. I'm on stuff. <laughs> Number you know? four. Oldest living Pearl Harbor survivor turns 105. Wow, good for him. This month, God bless him. Uh, I don't want to mess up his last name, so I'll call him Mr. Joseph. Yeah, at 104 years old and 11 months, uh, he's the oldest living veteran to survive the attack on Pearl Harbor. Did say where he was? Was he like on Arizona or was he? He was at the Army Schofield Barracks when the December 7th, 1941 attack began. Wow, 104 years old. Number three. R.I.P. Sierra Mist. I don't know how I feel about that. I, what I'm, now? Sierra Mist. Oh. The soda. Okay. Um, Pepsi is getting rid of Sierra Mist, and they're going to replace it with uh, Starry, their new lemon lime drink. Peace out to Sierra Mist. So if you're a Sierra Mist, uh, I think uh, this week is uh, actually on January 11th is when they're doing away with it. Number two. Oh, this one kind of hurt my heart. Naomi Osaka announces she's pregnant. Yeah, with a rapper. <laughs> Rapper's well, a baby They've daddy. been yeah. together for a few they've years. They've been together for a yeah. while. What's his name? Cordero. Boozy? Boozy Badass? No, it's definitely not Boozy. It's not Boozy? No, it's not Boozy. Who is it? I believe his name is Cordero. Cordero. He's uh, one of the newer, younger rappers. And we go. Number one. Michael Parsons. Yes. He slams the NFL Players Association. He does, man. <laughs> what happened? Well, because... Oh, because he, of the all-pro voting? Yeah, he was snubbed. Yeah. Well, we talked earlier, were there hits and misses? I mean, you could always argue for Parsons as an outside backer, I guess. O'Con Smith and Fred yeah, Warner. He, he, should were, be, he should be ahead of both of them. He, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least for sure, Roquan Smith. And that was the players who voted? Yeah. 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 That goes back to what we talked about originally. Good job, E. That's what's trending. We appreciate that. We'll uh, come back and make the turn for home here on a Thursday edition of The Drill. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Another day closer to another Saturday night in Duval. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. What do we got cooking on Jaguars today? I see D-Rock has arrived. Yeah, well. With no food, by the way. Yeah, no food. The breakfast bowl is over. It's over. uh, For the year, so Mm -hmm. no one's buying anybody breakfast this morning. Unless you wanted to bring your own. um, You know, bring your own lunch kind Mm -hmm. of deal. But Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. we do have a couple of questions up today for the program. Yeah. Uh, Regardless of what happens Saturday night, which best describes how you feel the Jaguars have done in the 2022 season? Your poll options are exceeded my expectations, met my expectations, didn't meet expectations. And then our bonus question, given these choices, who would you select as the Jaguars defensive MVP for the 2022 season? Uh, Josh Allen, Tyson Campbell, Rayshon Jenkins, Foyer, Aluigan. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. I, 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 that was easier for me because of the plays that were made down the stretch that had to be made. That's Jenkins to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he had the best year or the highest graded or anything right. else, but right. with the season on the Impact line, plays. he won the game twice in a row with the season on the line. Not yeah. twice in a row, but twice within you know a mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. with the season on the line. And he had a good year too, right? Yeah, sure. I think he had his best year. I think he. Yeah. I think if you had said it about four or five games in, 
Should they bring Rayshon Jenkins back next year? I think people would have said, I don't know, Maybe. you know. No. Maybe. Now you'd say, hell yes. No. Did yeah. not have a good year. Remember last year he got kicked out of a game, right? It was uh, He also you know, got injured we late. Asked he him had, he what, had two passes defended in all of 2020. We asked him what, the, amazing, di- we asked him what the difference was without even a hesitation. Coaching. Coaching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. All right, Jaguars, today is coming up next. That'll do it to it for us and a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Uh, enjoy the next couple of hours. D-Rock in uh, studio with them today as well, and we'll see you tomorrow. So long.